Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative, conservative radio of the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, what are we talking about this evening? All right, well, we officially on the Uncooperative Radio Show are celebrating the 4th of July today. Because, no, we're not. Well, it's the 2nd of July, but we're, okay, we're, we are celebrating our independence today. No, you still don't have the story right. Well, you're going to read the story, right? What we are celebrating is Independence Day, which is July the 2nd. That's when, well, I'll read it to you. Um, the 4th, that's when they adopted the Declaration of Independence in written form. And actually, that didn't even happen, really, because it went on the road to get signed, and it wasn't until August something that everybody had finally signed the Declaration of Independence. Right, because the states had to approve it. Right. Not now. We were not allowed to approve anything or disapprove anything. Oh, no. The the abominous people are taking the last of that from us. Oh, no. We're giving it away, dear. Well, we did vote for them, ostensibly. <laughs> anyway, so on Thursdays, we start with the Pledge of Allegiance, and we're going to do, and I'm going to say his name wrong again, Red... Skelton. Skelton's. His Pledge of Allegiance in honor of our independence and as well as trying to explain to people why we say the pledge. Stop messing with our flags. Anyway, our state of Montana is now being drawn into this marriage debate nonsense. We'll tell you how. Followed by the illegal alien invasion report. Put gorilla tape on for this one. And our military heroes. Brian will read Justice Thomas's dissenting opinion. Then, where are we on the war on terror? If we get to it. You can tell she, tell she threw that this definitions uh, together pretty quickly. Thomas Jesse dissenting opinion on what? You got to tell them on what? On You'll, same sex marriage. Well, but I figured you'd tell them when you. He has a lot of dissenting it. opinions. <laughs> the current dissenting opinion. He's a dissenting opinion and TPP too. The Obama trade nonsense. <clears throat> All right. Um, so it, normally at this time I would say the Pledge of Allegiance, but it said Susan's going to push a button. I am. Let me get it off. She's not prepared for class. Okay. I'm going to push the button. Let's go. go, guys. Go. Go. I remember a teacher that I had. Now, I, only, I, went, I went through the seventh grade. I went to the seventh grade. I left home when I was 10 years old because I was hungry. I used to, <laughs> this, is, this is true. I work in the summer and I go to school in the winter. But I had this one teacher. He was the principal of the Harrison School in Vincennes, Indiana. To me, this was the greatest teacher, a real sage of, of my time, anyhow. He had such wisdom. And we were all reciting the Pledge of Allegiance one day. 
And he walked over, this little old teacher, Mr. Laswell was his name. Mr. Laswell. And he says, uh, <clears throat> He says, I've been listening to you boys and girls recite the Pledge of Allegiance all semester. And it seems as though it's becoming monotonous to you. If I may, may I recite it and try to explain to you the meaning of each word. I, me, an individual, a committee of one, pledge, dedicate all of my worldly goods to give without self-pity, allegiance, my love and my devotion to the flag, our standard, O oh glory, a symbol of freedom. Wherever she waves, there's respect, because your loyalty has given her a dignity that shouts freedom is everybody's job. United, that means that we have all come together States, individual communities that have united into 48 great states, 48 individual communities with pride and dignity and purpose, all divided with imaginary boundaries yet united to a common purpose, and that's love for country. And to the Republic, Republic. A state in which sovereign power is invested in representatives chosen by the people to govern. And government is the people. And it's from the people to the leaders. Not from the leaders to the people. For which it stands. One nation. One nation. Meaning so blessed by God. Indivisible incapable of being divided with liberty which is freedom the right of power to live one's own life without threats fear or some sort of retaliation and justice the principle or qualities of dealing fairly with others for all for all which means boys and girls it's as much your country as it is mine. And now, boys and girls, let me hear you recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Since I was a small boy, two states have been added to our country and two words have been added to the Pledge of Allegiance under God. Wouldn't it be a pity if someone said that is a prayer and that would be eliminated from schools? Yeah, who'd have thunk it? But there you have it. Now, to all of you that say, I bam pledging to that flag, I'm pledging that government, now you know what the pledge means, it has nothing to do with that government, it's the government we lost, and we lost it, it was our fault, we didn't pay attention, we didn't keep control, and we let the inmates run the institution, 
and we're still not doing anything. And there's still people happy to just leave it that way. That's right, and that's wrong. But some people are just disconnected from the reality, which no, is it, which it's... is politics. You, you can't be disconnected from politics and live in reality. It's not just that, Brian. We we say this over and over again on the show. People are afraid of liberty. They want to be protected. They want to be cuddled. They want to be held. That's great. Well, when they no longer want to be hungry, maybe that'll wake them up. Because I don't know about anybody else, but I there's all kinds of food I can't afford to even buy anymore. I know. At least more for you. We're losing food out here in Montana. I know you guys mostly listen on the coast and stuff, although uh, there, there are a lot of people across the pond that listen to us, even as far as China, believe it or not. <clears throat> but here in the United States, most on the east, uh, east and the left coast there, it's high pop, you know, it's high population and you're right on the ocean. So trade, everything flows through there. Everything flows through, trade comes in over the water and flows inward. So our stuff has to be trucked from California, ostensibly. I don't know where it's trucked from. Uh, more likely California, but the left coast. And our Walmart here has been carrying less and less of the stuff that we use, actually, and it's becoming a problem. Uh, even down to a big bottle of aspirin. They don't sell big bottles of aspirin anymore. What, what was wrong with the big bottles of aspirin? That's just the newest thing. But uh, you, you go around to all the grocery stores. It doesn't matter because we don't get the goods here that you all do. And we pay more for them. Uh, we've always paid more for eggs and people on the east and left coast do here. I have my own chickens. Although I'm running out of chickens. <laughs> They're dying off on me. Do you want to read the um, thing that you got in the email from, uh, for the... Yeah. Okay, for the? The 4th of July. Oh, the 4th of July. I'm sorry, the email. I should have listened more carefully. Yes, this is actually from my inbox, an email, and it it just told the story absolutely perfectly correct, and most people don't know the real story. Uh, this is from Francis Battaglia, Independent Talk 1100 KFNX, Arizona. The 4th of July commemorates the adoption of the Declaration of Independence in 1776. No, it wasn't adopted yet. <laughs> That's the only part wrong. Uh, no, well, it was. It was. Uh, it was accepted. Now it had to go out. To, now it had to go get signed, and that didn't happen till August, the ending of it. Anyway, so. The, Actually, what we're commemorating is them ex accepting the Declaration of Independence, voting approval of the document that they asked for in a second. But we'll get to that. So, the glaring independence from Britain. Actually, the legal separation of the 13 colonies from Great Britain occurred on July the 2nd, 1776, when the Second Continental Congress voted to approve a resolution of independence that had been proposed in June by Richard Henry Lee of Virginia, declaring the United States independent from Great Britain. After voting for independence, Congress turned its attention to the Declaration 
of Independence, a statement explaining this decision, which had been prepared by a committee of five with Thomas Jefferson as its principal author. Uh, I don't like saying that. He, he created the first draft, and then they all tore it apart and changed it in different ways that didn't make him very happy <laughs> but it was a committee of five um trying to remember i always forget who they are I, it was jefferson franklin adams stevens <laughs> no not stevens uh, uh, my favorite fatty father signed all four documents i can't remember them right now why roger roger sherman yeah he was there too, right? Was he part of the committee of five? No. I don't know. You're the scholar, not me. I always forget them. I don't. I, I know the. I know the main players: Adams, Jefferson, and uh, Franklin. Um, they were the three prominent players, and then there was uh, two supporting actors that I can't remember. But if you just do a search for committee of five, Declaration of Independence committee of five, you'll find out. I always have to do this every year, believe it or not, even though I did a whole show on this stuff. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Roger Sherman, Robert Livingston. Livingston, I presume. <laughs> you Mr. Do it all the Livingston, time. I presume. I always forget him. Uh, Roger Sherman's uh, my favorite by far. He's a brilliant man, great founding father, and again, the only one to sign all four of our founding documents. You know, we're going to have to start, we're going to go back to doing a fa fa Founding Fathers, ugh, fuzzy tongue, must comb it, uh, the Founding Fathers segment, Brian. Okay. We haven't done that in a long time. And since everybody seems to think that uh, <laughs> they really didn't know what they were doing, we're going to have to show them, yes, they did. They knew exactly what they were doing, and they weren't prescient. They, they're like conservatives. They they learn from history. They're the original conservatives. They didn't try and think what tomorrow was going to bring. You deal with tomorrow when it happens. That's why the amendment process is there. But they wanted to make it very hard to amend because otherwise it would be silly. Uh, what we have now is silly. That whole government up there is silly. To think that that's, the Constitutional Republic is just laughable. But there are people that still still think so. We're just going to have to educate them, folks. Come on, I'm only one man. My power is you, the listeners. You guys go out and change the world. Inform people. Call up on the talk show host. Tell them about it, the history we talk about. And tell your neighbors, friends, everybody. It's your job to spread the word. That's what I'm doing. I'm spreading it to you. Now pay it forward. I actually heard a caller call into Mark Levin and call Hillary Killery. I don't know if that I invented that or not. I think you did. I've been bringing back a lot of words. It was no kind of one... funny that <laughs> Savage was talking about no radio show about me and more, more words. And I'm like, want to bet? You started doofus? <laughs> Drivel. Drivel. I'm surprised that even caught on because I heard people say it. <laughs> what was the other one that you said last, the, oh, two days ago, and we were going to use it, and now I forget. And it was a, another old word. Oh, I never remember. I'll, I'll remember it during the show. But, yeah, you bring back words all the time. <laughs> oh, but you're right. No one has dared to say Killery Rotten Clinton. Or Hitlery Rotten Clinton. Right. Either one works. Or Hillary, yeah, Killery Rotten Clinton or Hillary Rotten. Hitlery. Hitlery. Rotten Clinton. Yep, no one. 
Ha-ha, it's a challenge now. They're, they're afraid to say the word Hitler. I don't know why. It's all they did with, to George W. Bush is throw Nazi crap at him. Uh, he was he was a Nazi and a fascist. No, actually, those the people that you you were helping uh, by doing your nonsense, they're the they're the ones that are fascists. Statism is fascism. Yes, any uh, any abuse of power to get what you want. In other words, any show of, you that fascism used to mean. I don't know if you can find their own meaning of it anymore. Uh, it was actually a word created by the USSR to refer to the United States of America. They they said anybody that disagreed with communism was a fascist. And then the fascist party started in Italy, and then that became the whole thing of fascism. Uh, and for some reason, everyone thinks it's a right-wing thing. It's not. It's a left-wing thing. It could be a left or right-wing. Anyone who uses power to get what they want is a fascist. Coercive force. Fascist. Simple. Our government is fascistic. Anyway. Are you going to open up the, as Michael Savage says, I have to give him credit where credit is due, his old white heterosexual dictionary, the Miriam. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't go to <laughs> Webster's dictionary because I'm no fan of. No, Webster's. it wasn't Webster's. It was uh, Miriam. What? The, I don't like that one, that one too. No, that's another. <laughs> he opened one. up one, and it was from 1930 something. He opened. Oh up yeah, but it was from 1930. Yeah, <laughs> they've changed a lot since then. The only one I will refer to is the old Oxford Dictionary, and it is very expensive because it doesn't throw away the old meaning of words just because right now it's being used this way it doesn't lose its old meaning words retain their meaning you can add to them you can add a slang to it uh, on the listing but the original meaning has to stay the same that's not the way the commie dictionaries do things they change they it. replace it they replace it so they change the meaning of words we use to their benefit fascist is could be left or right wing but it's it's been left wing Every time it was done. Forever. Anyway, I should. I, it does go on about too much stuff, but you know, I get t on Twitter. I hear all these stupid things that just bother the hell out of me. The progs are just—they're going crazy. They're, doof, they're doofuses, or as I like to say, doofusai. <laughs> they are the doofusai because they can't—they can't debate me on anything. Not—not not anything. They they fall apart, start screaming, calling me names, and run away. <laughs> You're running around spouting stuff you don't even understand. You're just memorizing a bunch of crap other people told you. You think you know what it means, but when I explain it to you, you you have an aneurysm. He's talking about on Twitter. He I said on, I already okay, said on Twitter. Ahead. Okay. Maybe you should listen when I talk. Hey, you didn't listen to me either. I but I admitted it. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking. Sorry. Anyway, from CNS News, this is in my my backyard here, Montana. A Montana man said Wednesday that he was inspired by last week's U.S. Supreme Court decision legalizing gay marriage to apply for a marriage license so that he can legally wed his second wife. You heard it. Now, all us crazy conservatives, oh, you're just saying all these stupid things that's not going to happen. Oh, you get ridiculous. We said, oh, legalize homo marriage, and then the next is going to be polygamy. 
and and after that it's going to be pedophilia and that's exactly the way it's going right now because you opened the door and you let the camel underneath if anybody can get married there is no definition of marriage and you can marry a, a dog you can marry a horse a snake whatever uh it's just stupid it, it has no meaning now and it's going to be a mess in the courts because polygamy's next and based you know i gotta tell you based on their uh decision their opinion they left the door wide open for this so i mean if it can be between two females and two males why can't it be between two females and a male this since there's no definition of strict definition of marriage anymore and everyone said that would never happen well it is happening nathan collier and his wives victoria and christine applied at the Yellowstone County Courthouse in Billings, Montana, on Tuesday in an attempt to legitimize their polygamous marriage. I had no idea there were polygamists in Montana. <laughs> Actually... I don't think there's anything in our Constitution <laughs> barring polygamy like in Utah, so... I, well, we'd have to look that up, and I might do that just that. But I do have to say I one think, thing. And federally, if there's a federal law, it's, it's void, because, again, the courts had no jurisdiction here. And I want to remind the folks, Brian and I have been here for 13 years, and there are gay communities in Montana. Montana is pretty much accepting of a lot of things. Not gay communities. There are I mean, gay the homosexuals. Are, okay, homosexuals. That's right. A We're lot not of saying them. gay. A lot more than you would think, but you can't find them because they don't run around like freaks exactly. of nature. Except in the, in the big city, Missoula. They're gay pride parades, just like every other disgusting Disgusting. thing they do. But we lived in a town for five years, and our neighbors were homosexuals. They were the nicest. No, no, no. They're cousins. (laughs) But that's how they did it. That's their story. story, And they were sticking to it. Truck driver, too. Yep. They were both women. She was a little thing. She was was (laughs) tough-looking, boy. Nicest person. We got along great. There was a lot of homosexuals in the town of Basin, and they got along with everybody. I didn't get along very well with her her girlfriend. Well, that's another story. I made made her cry. (laughs) You make a lot of people cry. Women. (laughs) You do? Yes. Well, they want to debate politics with me. I'm going to tell them the brutal truth. And they don't want to hear it. They don't want to believe it. They they know what I'm telling them is true, but they feel like it's wrong. And then they get all confused because of their feelings. And then they they start screaming and crying and run away. But here in Montana, we voted against gay marriage. Yes. Because the, the gay, the, the, I mean, the, the homosexuals, homosexuals here don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They, they don't, don't want to be out. Nope. They don't want to run around nope. being homo at all nope. in everybody's face. They don't want that. They, they just want to be regular humans and go about their day, and, you know, not be bothered with their what they do behind closed doors at night. It doesn't define them. Unfortunately for these people involved in this stuff that are caught up with the activists, they they don't feel that way. They don't want to be like everybody else. They want to be able to be them out there in your face, whether it's disgusting uh, or how you feel about it. But I got to tell you, they always violate local statutes on decency every time they parade or march and nobody arrests anybody and they should because i don't care if you're homosexual or heterosexual i don't want to see you grinding i don't want to see your your sexual organs while i'm sitting here with my kid watching a parade i you know i just don't want to see any of that i I don't have to explain your behavior to my child either 
lo and behold, I'm not for you know, packing them up behind the closet. There's got to be certain decency, public decency laws. I mean, we're not talking just using foul language or, or you know, having a T-shirt off. But we're talking sexuality. That's what they they do on those parades. And they purposely do it to shock you and disgust you. They like that. They like doing it. And they're coming at you right now. I said it. A lot of people said it. This isn't over. Not only this polygamy stuff, but now the, the Confederate flag thing, now the homosexuals are calling for the ripping down of old glory and the replacement with the rainbow flag. I got news for you. If that ever happened, that flag would have to be constantly under armed guard because people are going to rip it down every time they see it. Sorry, uh, you are going to go too far, activists, and you're... The people you supposedly are here to help, just like Al Sharpton said to help black people, uh, yeah, no. They're going to suffer. They're going to get the backlash from all those activists. We're going to, they actually said, we're going to make heterosexuals feel the pain. They're going to they're gonna suffer. That's what they're doing. I'm going to tell you right now, it's already set up. They're going into all the heterosexual places for uh, wedding cakes and stuff, bakers, florists, all that stuff's going to happen. They're going to go in there and demand service for a same-sex marriage with a known Christian owner that's not going to do it. They're going to file suits. This is going to be nonstop in the courts now. On top of that, now we got polygamy. It's about marriage equality, Collier told the ass Oceania Press Wednesday. People, we have to get this out of the hands of our government, our state governments, none of them, local governments, not a public record. No. Make it a church record. Take it out of the government's hand, and then the courts can't do anything about it. Well, since they make up things as they go along, it's possible that they could make up something. But, I mean, considering Roberts' decision on, on Obamacare, really? That's, it's can you twist yourself up anymore there, Roberts? What the heck does he got on that man? I, I'm sorry. It made no sense. Uh, I, I I actually looked into Roberts when he was coming up for appointment. He was just, his record was impeccable. All of a sudden, he's Mr. Activist Judge. Now, either that was a plant the whole time. He was always planning to be a Supreme Court justice, and he was going to act like a conservative his whole career until he gets on the Supreme Court and then go wild. It's possible. The people we're dealing with are long-term thinkers, the the Communist Party USA. Judges gone wild. Judges been <laughs> gone wild a long time now. No, but you have a good point about it going back into the church because they made so much headway in these commie churches that um, they don't have to worry about not being married in a church because these commie churches will marry them. So that state doesn't even need to be involved. Yeah, we'd have no say what the commie churches do. But then again, they wouldn't have many heterosexual parishioners, I imagine. So, you know, it, it would be like a rainbow, <laughs> rainbow religion. Well, and it would be can't be Mar Christian because I'm sorry, it is homosexuality is a sin, and that's a fact. That's just part of Christianity, Judaism too, and you know how the fuzzy muzzies feel about you. They toss you off buildings, or they tear you apart limb from limb, or they bury you up to your waist and stone you to death. You know, fun stuff. Cut your head off. All kinds of nice, well, wonderful people over there in the Middle East. 
I, you know, we're just we're just Middle Eastophobics here in this show. They're, they're just people like everybody else over there. If it was if it happened over here, people would be cutting off uh, people's heads here too. Yeah, if if Islam happens here, that's what's going to happen. You're darn right. But when we were Christian, you know, it's nobody was lopping anybody's heads off. We're a Christian nation. No one's lopping any heads off. And we are a Christian nation. I'm sorry if you don't like that. That's tough luck. And I know full well what the peace treaty said with the fuzzy buzzies. That was to get a peace treaty. They could not sign anything if it said we were if we were a Christian nation. They could not sign a peace treaty with us. So he said, we're not a Christian nation. It's a lie, but so what? He also did the Louisiana Purchase. Do you know who I'm talking about? Thomas Jefferson. Correct. But what you're saying about people going, you know, leaving the church because they're marrying homosexuals, that would be like a free market religion. It's doing it already. <laughs> Look at the Episcopal Church. The Episcopal Church has, has out homosexual and female now homosexual uh clergy persons well people are still going to the episcopal church so i guess they don't care which is amazing how can any church do this i'm sorry you there's been no referendum and there's not going to be any reformation uh homosexuality is an abomination in the eyes of god it's unnatural and i'm telling you i have never met one that was right in the head they all have emotional issues they they all tell me they were abused as a kid. They were not born that way. That's a lie they just stick with for for political purposes. So you, you all accept them. Uh, well, I do accept them. We live in a free country. I don't care what they do behind closed doors. Again, just don't spill it out in the public sphere, you know. That goes heterosexual, too. I don't, I don't want to see anybody humping in, pu in public, you know. Just keep that for... Some things are meant to be private. And that includes private parts. That's why they're called that. Okay, back to this story. You can't have this without polygamy. Here in Montana, I thought it'd be Utah. You can't have this without polygamy. County clerk officials initially denied Collier's application, then said they would consult with the county attorney's office before giving him a final answer, Collier said. They're, they haven't made any decision about polygamy yet. So I guess it's just going to be up to the county attorney to decide if they want to do it or not. Why? Why, why don't churches make this decision? It's, it, it's a religious thing. It's, that's what marriage is. It, it, it's necessary to civil society to, for, a, for a civil society to function properly. Every place they've done this with a same-sex marriage, look over in Europe. The, oh, the, marriage, the amount of people getting married dropped drastically because suddenly marriage... Being married didn't mean much. Didn't mean anything. It wasn't worth going through the hassle. You know, because if you get married, then you can get divorced, and that's that takes a lot of money. So, and mostly they just majority don't get married over there. And that's that happened. I I read the study on it. I don't remember where it was, but it may have been a book. Um, but it, it it correlated to when same sex marriage was allowed. And the, and the next slide over the top of what they already had, like we do, uh, it, it went down even further and continued to go down more every year. So we're likely to see that happen here. I mean, it was already happening with, uh, with the way divorces were going. I mean, people just not going to get married. 
And you don't have to. If you want to share all your worldly possessions, it's called a contract. Write it up, get it signed by a notary republic, and file it with the court, and away you go. And we'll finish this story on the other side of the commercial break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. We are the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes, a life-altering journey across North America by Susan Francis Bonner is available in ebook form for Kindle owners at Amazon.com for $7.99. This true story chronicles the changes Susan witnessed in nursing, the medical field, and in our nation during the years 1998 to 2002. It is written to expose what goes on behind the scenes concerning health care in this country, the common problems our nation faces, and what it is like to live across North America as a travel nurse. It is not politically correct or for the faint of heart. She hopes to inspire her fellow Americans to stand up for what is right and persevere no matter what the difficulties they encounter on the great journey that is called life. Again, the novel is Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes, a life-altering journey across North America by Susan Francis Bonner. is available in ebook form for Kindle owners at Amazon.com.
Cooperative Radio Show. All right, back to polygamy in Montana. <laughs> I never thought you'd say that. <laughs> Last time we met, we left the Colliers at the county clerk's office. You know, this reminds me of that story that we did from the man that wrote the uh, Underground House book, how the federal government wanted the um, all the states to adopt their building codes. So they punted it to the local guys who punted it to the other guys who punted it to the other guys. Remember we read that story? Yes. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. No, it isn't. They're just, they're just asking the county attorney if that's illegal. <laughs> of course it is not. But our county, I don't know about their county's attorney because it ain't our county's attorney. But I know our county is corrupt as hell. All right, so uh, Collier told them you can't have this without, you can't have equal marriage without polygamy. County clerk officials initially denied Collier's application, then said they would consult with the county attorney's office for giving him a final answer, Collier said. I don't know why everyone has a problem with polygamy. There's polygamy in the, in the Bible, you know. Old Testament? Remember Moses? Yeah. Moses, what happened when he had to build up his army? Well, he had more women than men, and so polygamy. He okayed polygamy so that they could build up their ranks because he was building an army, remember, to go uh, wipe out a... What were they called? I guess they were called tribes back then. To, according to Old Testament, under God's commandment, to kill every man, woman, and child, and animal in that camp or town, whatever it was, before going further. Because, and, and, yes, I can take it secularly, too, if you don't want to believe in God. But uh, Moses was a general, and he needed an army, and he knew that. And he knew he couldn't go to the Promised Land or Jerusalem, where it was, Promised Land there, uh, be, until he beat the enemies in f between him and there. But... He also didn't want to have an enemy at his back when he went to face the enemy in the promised land. And that's why he had to wipe them out. Or because God told him. But he defied God and pun got punished for it because he didn't. I forget what he's. I think he didn't kill the animals. Kept them and ate them or whatever. So, he, you know, the, that, and you notice the Jewish history is full of Jews not doing what God tells them to do. When God tells them to do it, <laughs> just—I mean, it's a—it's a glaring problem they have in, in the Jewish uh, religion, and it's—it's it's amazing that uh, most Jewish people don't see it. I studied Judaism, and I was actually thinking of uh, converting to Judaism because I like the culture of Judaism and the history that it's steeped in and its practices, but. I didn't quite like all the way they kind of treated women. So. so I decided it wasn't the religion for me. But I eventually got had my own philosophy. All right. So back to so back to the Montana Montana polygamy story. Yellowstone County Chief Civil Litigator Kevin Gillen said he is reviewing Montana's bigamy laws and expected to send a formal response to Collier by next week. I think he deserves an answer, Gillen said, but added his review is finding that the law simply doesn't provide for that yet. The Supreme Court's... You notice he said yet. 
The Supreme Court's ruling on Friday made gay marriages legal nationwide. Chief Justice John Roberts said in his dissent, yes, people are getting this wrong. And I think it's because Trump got it wrong. Justice, Chief Justice Roberts did not vote for same-sex marriage. He was a dissenter. He voted for Obama trade. That's what he voted for. Anyway, uh, so he says, not yet. The Supreme Court's ruling on Friday made gay marriage illegal nationwide. Chief Justice John Roberts said in his dissent that people in polygamous relationships could make the same legal argument that not having the opportunity to marry disrespects and subordinates them. Collier 46 said that dissent inspired him. He owns a refrigeration business in Billings and married Victoria 40 in 2000. He and his second wife, Christine, had a religious wedding ceremony in 2007, but did not sign a marriage license to avoid bigamy charges, he said. And again, th this would be fine if the if a church is... They found a church to do this. So you see what I'm talking about? Okay, so if you, if you want to do this, let's do it on the church level. So then there's no problem with it. There, there can be no laws about something that the government has no jurisdiction over. Anyway, Collier said he is a former Mormon who was excommunicated for polygamy and now belongs to no religious organization. He said he and his wives hid their relationship for years, but became tired of hiding and went public by appearing on the reality cable television show Sister Wives. Really? That was filmed here in Montana? That one episode was. <laughs> No idea. I don't watch reality shows. We don't watch Sister Wife. I don't really care if people. Adults want to look. Adults want to have that kind of relationship. More power to them. They want to. They want to actually be able to you know, share the womanly chores to make each other's lives easier. Go ahead. I don't. Christians. I, I've had this conversation. There's nothing in the Bible against polygamy. I explained to you that Moses okayed polygamy. And no, it hasn't been traditional between one man and one woman throughout history. There were polygamous marriages in history. There were slaves that married in history. Uh, but it's always been male, never been same-sex. Never in history has it been same-sex marriage. But there's been all, all other different kinds of marriages. Including the one that uh, Muhammad the prophet gave us with the little girl. What she? What did he get married her at like twelve? I think nine. Nine was. Yep. Yeah, but he got her at six, and then he married her till nine. Oh, goody, goody! How benevolent of him! I don't know that he didn't <laughs> rape her before then. I, I. Either way, that's still nine years old is too young. I'm sorry. But then again, he could do whatever he wants. He's the prophet Muhammad, and nobody can say anything about him or against him. There's nothing good to say about the Prophet Muhammad, frankly. Yeah, go ahead. Put a fatwa out on me. See if I care. The three have seven children of their own and from previous relationships. My second wife, Christine, who I'm not legally married to, she put up with my crap for a lot of years. She deserves legitimacy, he said. Collier said he sent an email asking the ACLU of Montana to represent him in a possible lawsuit. ACLU legal director Jim Taylor said he has not seen the request. 
Taylor said he has no opinion on Collier's claims, though the Supreme Court decision on gay marriage is about something very different. And while the co-founder of the polygamy advocacy organization, Principal Voices, located in Utah, said Collier's application is the first she's heard of in the nation, and that most polygamist families in Utah are not seeking the right to have multiple marriage licenses. 90% or more of the fundamentalist Mormons don't want it legalized. They want it decriminalized, Wilde said. A federal judge struck down parts of Utah's anti-polygamy law two years ago, saying the law violated religious freedom by prohibiting cohabitation. Bigamy is still illegal. But you have to be, you'd have to be officially married twice to be in violation of bigamy laws. Married and cohabitating with another female, that's not against the law. Nor should it be. And don't try and find a way to make it be, please. Where's the rubber band? They've broken quite a few of them by now. <laughs> the, the state is appealing has appealed the ruling, and the case is pending on the 10th U.S. Court of Appeals. Wilde said most polygamous families are satisfied with the judge's ruling and believe taking it further to include multiple marriage licenses would bring them under the unwanted jurisdiction of the government. See? They don't want it either. They're smart. Leave it to the churches. Get it out of the government's hands. They have no right. There's no business with government and marriage. The only marriage dissolution and and uh, laws property. about inheritance. Inheritance and property. And uh, you can get that inheritance stuff taken care of without this. Nonsense. You just Like I said, you file a contract. contract yep. Like a prenuptial agreement. You ever yep. hear of them? Yeah. You sign that before you get married. That, that defines your marriage. And then you go on and do your marriage. See? You, you don't have to file it with the court. You know, in the founding of our nation, and then you're done with this because we, we dead, beat it to death. Um, in the during the colonies, that's exactly what they did. The marriage was in the church first, whatever religion you believed in, and then it was a contract. After that, the government had no say in marriage ever. Not even the not the colony government. Not when they turned the states. The states didn't have anything. This came in. about because of. Uh, um, family members getting married, close cousins, like first cousins and stuff, and down south. Because there weren't a whole lot of people when you lived in the middle of nowhere to marry, by the way. Um, and you, you pretty much are related to everybody in the county. But uh, they were having problems with down, down syndrome children because of that practice. So they wanted to stop it. Then they instituted blood tests, if you don't remember that. When I first got married, I had to get a blood test. Not the second time, but the first time. I had to have a blood test, file it with the, get cleared, file it with the court, all nonsense. Um, that was to ensure that uh, we weren't related. And, but they did away with blood tests, so I don't really see why we need the government involved. We had a panic attack, and we and we didn't slap the didn't, rubber band. Didn't do the rubber band, and we it ought to be a law. And there we go. Uh, if if this kind of stuff offends thee, get. Get thee to a nunnery. As one of our founding fathers told someone complaining about what someone else was doing on the street. Uh, when we're formed, we're liberty. We don't care what you do as long as you don't violate anybody else's rights. You can do whatever you want. And uh, they didn't put up with people. They, they made libertarians look stupid. <laughs> which, by the way, they are. They are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not every libertarian. But the guy that's running it, he just... He's a pompous windbag. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about half the time, frankly. 
And he's probably the idiot who gave you guys the notion of open borders being part of libertarianism, which it never was, until he took over. Then he did Reason Magazine. Okay. I can't stand the guy. I don't like the way he talks. I don't like the way he looks at people that that disagree with him. He he right from the, even before they talk, he just he just looks at it with disdain, like they're just nothing, and he's everything, and he's annoyed. He has to put up with them. I said I see it right in front of people doing it, and his attitude, body language was clear. He didn't respect the person. He didn't care. He despised the other person, and he had no problems showing his disdain. I don't. He is not a likable person, and he's wrong. On top of it, that's two strikes already. Third one is the way he dresses, all in black with a black leather jacket. Every time I see him, all in black with a black leather jacket. And was he cold? Why does he have to wear the black leather jacket and inside those lights are hot? I have to push. Only people who know what I'm talking about are going to get this. So it's I am I am going to do it this way. I don't want to mention his name or anything, but I am going to tell you about him. And if by me telling you about him, you know who he is, then I described him accurately. And with that, push the button. Let's get a grip on immigration in these great United States. It's high time that we limit their numbers. It's high time that we close up that gate. Now can't you see how we are rapidly becoming another third world fascist state? Let's get a grip on immigration in these great United States. Okay, they can call Clang Clang with the K.com. And of course, that means it's time for the illegal alien invasion report. Again, from CNSnews.com. Data obtained by CNSnews.com. Oh, I just do that every once in a while, so it's art. I can claim it's art. That's what the parodies are for, too. <laughs> so they can't, they can't make me one of those people that have to have an annoying liberal on for. To, to have to listen to me, they have to listen to that person, the fairness doctrine. Let's hope can... that never comes back. But this is my hedge against it. This is art. It's not talk radio. Sorry. I can fake being a liberal. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Maybe we should. Who knows? That could be a new gig. Uh, yeah, maybe a new little skit we could do. All right. The illegal alien invasion report from CNSNews.com. Data obtained by said from U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, CPB, shows about 128 unaccompanied alien children, UACs, were apprehended at the southwest U.S. border every day during the month of May. In total, 3,965 month alone, I don't, anyway, children were caught crossing the U.S.-Mexico border illegal during that month alone, sorry. According to the data, May was the month that most UAC apprehensions since the start of fiscal year 2015 on October the 1st. I'm still going to... Look, I can blow this all apart for you. Since I started the Coalition Against Illegal Immigration back... How long was that? That's a long time ago. It was before I even got it on the radio. Uh, they were saying there were about 
12 million illegal immigrants in the country. And every time they talk about it since then, the people that don't want us to do something about it, they still say there's 12 million illegal immigrants. They're coming across the border every day, but their number never changes. Yeah. No. By now, there's over 40 million in this country. But, see, that's how you know they're lying from the get-go. I just proved it. Don't ever listen to anybody that quotes 12 million. That's idiotic. It could cannot. It could not happen. More people are coming in that are getting deported. The number has to go up. That's that's just basic math. I know. Common Core. Ugh. <laughs> they tried to teach us funny math in my generation. It didn't stick. It kind of stuck with the newer generations. This uh, Obama math. They buy into all the lies he tells up there. Man, he doesn't even try and tell the truth anymore. Everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. Oh, we got a 200 uh, job, 1,000 jobs were created. And every time it's looked at, the real numbers are nowhere near what he claims. And, of course, unemployment's only down at 545. That's what it was under George W. Bush. I don't understand what everybody's complaining about. Because... You're lying, and your administration is lying. You do not count people that are no longer receiving unemployment payments. They're just gone. They're not unemployed. How about the underemployed, the ones that um, had to take part-time jobs thanks to Obamacare? Uh, There's a whole lot of stuff he's lying about, I think. Numbers can't be good when everything's going in the opposite direction, and he's saying everything's going in in the opposite direction is going. They did CNS News um, when I was doing stuff for the show, put out a report today about how many women in the United States are unemployed. It's like astronomical numbers for women to be unemployed. And, it, and that's still, that's just statistical. They can't call every person in the United States. Right, exactly. And, you know, we think about statistics. Yeah. A small sampling of a large thing means nothing. Um, but this is, this. everybody's going to... Uh, Everybody's going to be affected by what he's doing, and it's not going to be good. Our country's going down fast, and he's trying to put, he's trying to scuttle the boat. And I, wow, those brakes came close together. Now you got to go to hard brakes. Young Co-op Radio Show, stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. When in the course of human events. It becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitles them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Read the Declaration of Independence. It's an old document that never grows old. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. Are you a city-dwelling liberal who loves the environment? Do you cry every night because you feel that global warming will destroy the earth by the time you wake up? Is your only goal in life to smash the George Bush and Dick Cheney evil oil empire? And is Al Gore your arch-magi of all that is green? Then do we have a solution for you? Yes, liberals, here's your chance to do your part to change America from a freedom-loving republic to a communist socialist paradise. Just walk, bike, or drive your carbon-granted vehicle to the uncooperative moped dealership. 
We carry an assortment of diverse and politically correct mopeds in every style and color, liberal smell not included. Our dealership knows the importance of stopping global warming and defeating the warmongering conservative from taking over the world by getting rid of all the cars, SUVs, light trucks and pickup trucks and soccer mom vans from our city streets. So drive your patchouli-loving ass out of the gas-guzzling, environmentally-destroying, mechanically-driven device today and onto one of our fully-loaded mopeds. Al Gore will be glad you did. Woo! I don't know if this is a good idea, son. Using funk. But, Dad, we gotta reach out to our base somehow. Besides, I love James Brown. What will your mother think? The border goes from coast to coast. Easy to get into here. We got intercontinental overload. Just slip under the fence. It don't make any sense. When there's no documentation, that's too far. And somehow or some way we're gonna find out who you are. Sneaking in America. Trying to hide from immigration. Sneaking in America. Across the land, across the nation. Sneaking in America. Got to have some legislation. And now, a message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsay and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values. Probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. The private sector is doing fine. President Obama's promise to get national unemployment under 8% has not yet been realized. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. And the recovery has kind of slowed down. You can see that in our jobs numbers. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. It's the weakest recovery we've ever had. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. thank Paul Shanklin again for sneaking in America. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played that in a long time. I do have some legislation. <laughs> yes. Snap. And our uh, rooster is crowing again. Crowing again. Yes, he's he's in full voice. He's, his feet aren't doing too well, but his, his voice is intact. All right. <clears throat> again from CNSNews.com. 
<clears throat> I got a frog in my throat. Data obtained by CNSnews.com from... Oh, I just did that. Sorry about that. Um, the, according to the data, May was the month with the most UAC apprehensions since the start of fiscal year 2015 on October the 1st. The monthly totals of apprehended UACs have been steadily increasing since January when 2,119 children were caught at the U.S.-Mexico border. Since then, another 2,388 children were apprehended in February, 3,131 were apprehended in March, and 3,275 were apprehended in April. Apprehended? For what? They just, they just say... They just say, uh, fleeing oppression. And they get to stay. There's no apprehension. Ridiculous. Uh, the whole minor refugee thing, too. These are not minors. You, they're painting a whole picture. The little children. All these no, they're not. The only ones that can be called children are the teenagers. They're grown adults. And then teenager with graffiti all over their bodies because they're gang bangers or whatever they're called down there uh but believe me they are the bringers of death and what was the worst one i saw oh yeah had a had a skull tattooed over his whole face and head so it looked like a skull he looked like a skull he, he was obviously the hit man in that particular group these are the people we brought here matter suture 13 ms 13 bring those people in and they're here they were actually meeting buses as they wrote in certain places recruiting the new uh they're just children just like us they're just like your kids they're just like your kids without documents you should be highly offended that should make you want them out out of the white house right now they dared to say such a thing during the same time, the Obamanist administration was, has continued to tout its newly launched Central American Miners Refugee Parole Program. Yeah, the last miner I, uh, miner I saw sitting in public school, oh, I, he, I don't know, he had gray hair and a stubbly beard, uh, a little bit of wrinkles around the eyes, kind of stood out in the crowd, obviously wasn't 17 years old, but they're not allowed to ask them. They're not allowed to ask them about immunizations or anything like that either, even though now you're going to have to get your children inoculated because of the disease they're bringing back to our country. Marketed as an effort to help Latin American children avoid the dangerous and sometimes fatal journey to enter the United States illegally, the program was set up throughout Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador to reunite children living in those countries with their parents who live, many of them illegally, in the United States. Now, someone called me to test for saying that he's advertising down in Central America. Uh, and he had a problem with me saying because nowhere in the story I cited did they say that. But that's what they were doing, and this proves it. Did you see? They were How else could they round up all these children? Of course they were advertising. And they're still advertising. So, enjoy it. And plus, we're getting refugees from the Middle East, thanks to the United Nations. This is just peachy. Muzzies and teenage criminals. Oh, and 
a lot of adult criminals that came along with them. I don't know. Children who did not qualify as quote-unquote refugees under the legal federal definition may be granted discretionary parole into the United States on a case-by-case basis. The program was one of a number of sweeping reforms the U.S. immigration system set up under the executive order by President Barack Hussein Obama, sees Obama's last year. Under CAM guidelines, certain illegal aliens from El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, including recipients of the Obama's executive amnesty programs, can petition for their children still living in those three countries to be brought to the United States. The process includes mandatory DNA testing, a medical clearance, applications, and an interview process, as well as some reimbursable fees and travel costs to be paid by the parent. Since the program was first launched on December the 1st, 2014, there have been 565 applications for the program as of April the 23rd, according to the U.S. Citizen and Immigration Services Annual Bundsman Report, published on June the 29th. During that same time frame, more than 13,000 unaccompanied minors crossed the southwest border illegally. 13,000. So far in fiscal year 2015, CBP reports that 22,896 UACs have been apprehended at the Southwest. Uh, you mean you've been accompanied, met up with. You're not apprehending them. You're holding their hand and, and taking them into our country. That's not apprehension. As of June the 1st, which is the most recent data available. That number as is down by roughly half from the same time period in fiscal year 2014 when 46,858 UACs had been apprehended by June the 1st. And they don't even talk about the people that they don't catch that come across the border. They're the ones that are escorted across the border and assigned people so that they can navigate the system. If you hadn't heard about this, the navigators that they used for Obamacare, you know, they're talking about, yeah, well, now they got navigators for the UACs to navigate through the system to make sure they get everything they're entitled to, which is nothing, but they're going to get everything. Every social nonsense money they could throw at them. Meanwhile, you can continue to toil for less. Uh, from the ass associated press, the unemployment rate for foreign-born workers in the United States increased slightly in June, according to data released Thursday by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Question. How in God's name can foreign-born workers in the United States, which mean they're here on a work visa, how can they be on unemployment? They're not allowed to get any social services. They're not supposed to be qualified for unemployment. They're here only as long as they have a job. And if they're unemployed, they're supposed to be shipped back. Why are they giving them unemployment money and letting them stay? Man, we are getting raped royally by this national government. Well, it's not ours because it doesn't adhere at all to the Constitution. 
If it ever did a constitutional thing, I think I'd die of a heart attack. BLS counted a total of 20. How do I know they're on unemployment? They counted them for unemployment. The only way, the only people they count are ones receiving unemployment. I know they didn't spell it out in the story because they don't want to tell you that. That's why they say things like farm born workers rather than foreigners here on work visas collecting unemployment. Instead of being deported. And that should have been that should have been the headline, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the unemployment rate for the group increased from 4.7% to 4.9%. Oh, good. So they're better employed than American citizens at 5.5%, which is a total lie because they're not counting people, again, not collecting unemployment or that are underemployed. So we don't know what the employment rate is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we just, you just better know. They're not creating the jobs they're claiming they're creating. And even if you look at their numbers, they don't account for the people getting jobs that were unemployed before and should be now employed. No, they just fall off the rolls and stay on social services of different kinds, maybe part-time job, working something from home, bringing a measly amount of money, so that, but they have to be... They have to go out now. They have to get uh, have to get on some kind of medical thing because you have to have medical insurance. So you have to go get Medicaid if you're poor, and then and then they put you on food stamps because the minute you step into the system, everything you're entitled to, you get. It just they just navigate you right through the system. Now he is actually <clears throat> doing it in a way that ticks me off. Uh, he they, he is not he's doing it in a way that they don't have to understand or learn English. He's making it easy for them not to learn English and use the navigators and the uh, the interpreters f- while they're here in the United States, living on all our d- money. Yeah, you, illegal aliens, no, you getting it, baloney. They lie. They get false papers. There's all kinds of things. You know. They got kids in school. Of course, they, that qualifies right there. Kid in public school, it, you're in the system. And they throw all kinds of government cheese at you, whether you want it or not. They just going to throw it at you anyway. Native-born workers who are employed, foreigners who are, I'm, I'm good, look, I, I'm not going to repeat their nonsense anymore. And I'm sick of hyphenated people. Um, native-born, foreign-born workers. Now it's native-born workers. See, they understand this now, uh, the terminology. I, I really want to hit this, native-born they keep claiming that people that are born in this country are natural-born citizens. No, they're not. They're native-born citizens, not natural-born citizens. Why do you think they would specify something like that in Article 2 if it wasn't special? If it was just a citizen, why did they just say citizen? No, because they were clear in convention what it meant. No no child of an immigrant will be the commander-in-chief and executive of the United States. None. In other words, if you have one parent who's an immigrant, they don't want you to be president and commander-in-chief because they were worried about foreign infiltration. These UACs are illegal. Their parents that they're supposedly meeting up with are illegal. They're all illegal. Yeah, the majority of them. Uh, There are some that were illegal that could get their kids but 
But that doesn't make the kid. It doesn't but make the kid legal. They still should be able to if they're here legal and they're not citizens yet. Then they shouldn't bring their family over. Oh, and by the way, they should be able to bring their family over if they if they didn't bring them here to immigrate. You, you know, you take your family with you, your your wife and your kids. They come with you. No one else from your family. Just your just your immediate family. That's one thing. That and I if have you come to... over here alone, you're gonna stay alone. Because your your family can't come over unless they apply to come over here. Right, that's called chain. That's migration. the way it should be. Now they got chain migration where their cousins, uncles, aunts, everybody. And I hate to sound like a a racist bastard, but it's it's not racist actually. It's more about money. They breed like gerbils, so you're not talking small. With the South American, Central American, and Mexicans. Uh, who are poor, and poor people tend to have lots of children because they have nothing else to do. Uh, and they look at children as a blessing, and the children help out the family. They don't just go about their way like they do up here, where they're spoiled rotten. Uh, what? Nothing. They are spoiled rotten. I don't. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, there's no such thing as tours anymore. We don't need these people. This, this is making everything entirely worse, and they know it. They're trying to do this on purpose. All the time while they're lying to you, telling it's not happened, they, they, how do you think this stuff gets leaked out? How do you think we find out about it? It's, it's amazing journalism by someone else but the lamestream media? No. It's leaked by somebody. That's how it happens. And a lot of times it's leaked by the administration on purpose. Have you noticed that you don't get stories, you don't really see news about anything good, but anytime it could be something to make you think your whole country's involved in a massive race war and is exploding in violence, they don't show you that. They just show you the violence, and you think everywhere is violence. And to me, what it seems to be setting up is violence, (laughs) government takeover, and martial law. That's what I think. He yeah, is acting like his executive orders are going to be law forever. He knows full well the minute he's out of the White House, the next president, whoop, gone. Just like that. Or maybe not. It, well, I'm saying unless his people replace him with like, which means it's, More. A, it's the same thing as him staying there because it's just another puppet doing what the people told and again, Obama to do. We, if this would go away if we just say no. Governors, That's stand why... up for goodness sake. You're supposed Look, to protect the people they're of the state. Yep, but they're not ready. They don't understand that what their power is. They don't understand that not the Supreme Court, but the state government was supposed to decide what is constitutional and not coming out of the nav- natural, I'm not sure to say, uh, national government uh, or general government, as Madison referred to it. And they, just, look. Rules for Radicals, Cloud and Piven, we've covered all this. That That's what they're doing. They're doing everything from that ideology to try and overload the system, bring it to its knees so they can take over and not have to deal with the pretense of elections anymore. We shall see how this plays out. We got over a year of nonsense left, and he said he's going to use every bit of power he has and you know you know what he has unlimited power because the the only only way to rein him in is to, to have him. 
is to have the that's right the legislative branch has to impeach him that's what they're supposed to do but they're not reining him in and if you haven't noticed the leadership of the republican party could care less because they're they're not even hiding it anymore they're progressives ladies and gentlemen all the people you keep calling rhino and neocon they're really progressives they're progressive infiltrations into the republican party it's what they are pure and simple they're the right wing of the progressive movement. They want to move slower than the left wing does. But they both want the same exact things. Them to be in power, us to be serfs. Teaching our children already that government was created to take care of people. No, it wasn't. The government was created, our general government was created to deal with foreign matters that the states couldn't deal with themselves. Not the, and only certain domestic things that they couldn't handle themselves, like insurrection, invasion. That's it. The national government has no business doing anything else inside the United States of America other than put down insurrections and protect us from invasion. That's their sole power. Immigration isn't even their power. Sorry, they stole it. It never amended the Constitution. It's still at the state level. And once we take states back, it will be again. Unless we decide it's just that's just too much trouble and we won't have to deal with it. And then we can decide to amend the Constitution and give that power to the central government. But I would advise not give not deciding to give anything to the natural uh, the na- national government, nothing, for a while. Live under the real constitution for a while. Before you think all those amendments you got, I met someone with like 80 of them, before you think they're necessary, and they're not, by the way. But we'll see if you live under it. You'll be so happy living under it, you're not even going to think about whatever it is you were thinking about before. I'm telling you right now, you're going to be so free to do whatever the heck you want without the government getting in the way and putting their hands out all the time. Oh, you want to start a business? You got to pay me money. All right, um, so the native-born, the ones born here, workers who are employed increased from 124 million, sorry, 124,251,900 to 124,830,000, bringing the overall unemployment rate down slightly from 55 to 5.3%. This is a lie, because again, they're not counting people. I'm telling you, it's it's over twenty percent. And if you talk about the youth, it's climbing. At every time, if every time they pass a law increasing the minimum wage, less youth, less young people are getting employed. You're because you priced them out of the market. See, progs don't understand markets. They just understand control. And everything they touch turns to utter crap. The government was a a nightmare a hundred-something years ago. Now it's just completely out of control. Anyway, it is likely that both surveys, including some undocumented immigrants, the BLS explains, 
The report also notes that data is not designed to identify the legal status of workers. Therefore, it's not possible to determine how many were counted in its report. Wow, it's even bad statistics. It's, it's not even just idiotic statistics. It's bad statistics, but let's run the government that way. Uh, bureaucrats are in charge, ladies and gentlemen. About time we start getting Monty Python shows going at night again to remind us what's so funny about our bureaucracies. Because, yeah, they were doing it over in England because they were already, they were already here. They already realized every, that every part of their lives is controlled by a bureaucracy. So that's how they spoke out politically and attacked it. Because political speech isn't free over there. So they used to hide their political speech in humor. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, took me a while to get it, but then once I did it, I just thought it was hilarious. I used to watch it every night when I was a teenager. I used to watch uh, Monty Python and uh, Benny Hill. Benny Hill was great, especially for a teenage boy. You know, scantily clad women are always something we like to watch. What? It's true. He used to have women running around in panties and stockings with garter belts and, bra- and bras and nothing else. I know Monty Python. I mean, I know um, Benny Hill. Benny Hill. It I used to watch it, it too, but it was when no I was an more, adult. It was no more than you saw at the beach. As a matter of fact, they were more covered than the women at the beach, to be honest with you. So what are you talking about? I didn't say a word. It, wasn't, it, it, <laughs> it, was, it was suggestive. It wasn't vulgar like we have now. This is getting on TV shows now. I, that Lucy Lawless, man, she, she might as well have done porn. Maybe she did. I don't know. Because that last thing she did on HBO or Showtime was porn. And, no, I didn't like it. You know, I stopped watching it because it, it was just disgusting. It was, it was just like horrible. It's it was like the underground sex clubs in Manhattan. That's what it reminded me of those people. Sorry, they're underground for a reason, even in New York. That's what I mean. This behavior is making it into mainstream television. That's not, that's not good. I know Showtime isn't considered main television, only the, the main alphabets. But then, well, who cares? Cable channels. I mean, it... Do, do we really need to see the act of copulation to understand what happened? I, I used to understand what happened to those old black and whites when they faded to black. Maybe we should go back to having a rule that if a man and a woman's going to be in the, in the same bed on TV, they have to have one foot on the floor. <laughs> oh, you did? It was real. Oh, yes. Watch those shows like uh, uh, Dick Van Dyke. Is a good one. Watch the reruns of Dick Van Dyke. When they are in the bedroom and they're in bed or on a bed, they're either in separate beds or they have one foot on the ground. That's a good example. I could just remember it happened. This is what got me asking a question. That look, why are they? Why did they have their foot on the ground? Because it looks uncomfortable. It doesn't look natural, and that's why the censors back when we had censors in TV. And they should still be in TV because those are the public airways. They just go out to the public in general and they should have limitations because, but not by the national government, by local governments, because anyway, if New York wants to see this kind of trash, uh, they can see it. And if, you know, Montana doesn't, then we don't. That's what it's all about. See, 
I'm not about trying to limit your options or take anything away from you. I just want you to stop taking things away from me. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a homosexual. I don't care if you're a sadomasochist or any other twisted sexual nonsense. Uh, it's none of my business. I'd really rather not know about it. But if I do, I still I don't care, mostly. But I got I would look at a person different uh, if they were one of those sadomasochist type. That's you know I'd be like, well, I just got to have put him in this category over here. I wouldn't, don't know what to expect from him. <laughs> he could snap at any time. I keep an eye on him. All right. But uh, yeah, and if you want to get married and you're a homosexual, find someone to marry you. And why, if you're not a member of a church, why do you want to be married? That's a church function, married. You know, why? Do you, I'll tell you why they're they have a standing. It's because of the idiocy of the illegal income tax. No, it's not illegal. Yeah, I am aware of the Sixteenth Amendment, but it's supposed to be a flat tax. Nothing in that amendment did away with due process or equal protection of the law. None. So, equal protection of the law, tax law, would mean everybody gets taxed at the same percentage rate. That's the only legal income tax that should be in this country right now. A flat tax, which we all want anyway. But we don't need an amendment because if, if we followed the Constitution and knew the Constitution, we'd know we already have the right. And you would also understand that we, the people, have unlimited rights. Government has limited rights. All right. Going to try and kick my kick off my soapbox here for the next one. All right, CNSNews.com again. From after six months of study, the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency, which is unconstitutional, by the way, a division of the Department of Homeland Security. Again, unconstitutional. Yeah, I don't remember anything in the Constitution about the Department of Homeland Security. Has issued new guidelines on how to care for transgender illegal aliens who end up in detention facilities awaiting possible deportation. Possible. It'd have to say possible. Because it's more likely they're not going anywhere. Obama has said don't, don't deport anybody unless they're real bad criminals. And he sets his bar pretty high. Oh, manslaughter? Uh, that's, that's not a problem. Rape. Drunken driving. Killing somebody drunken driving. Yeah, the people, they're only here for love. The only thing is, they think rape is love. Yeah. So Jeb, I guess Jeb was right. They're just here to love you. They're going to love all over you. Uh-huh. <clears throat> The goal of the transgender care memorandum. I'm going to have to say that again because <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. That these words exist. But here we go. Transgender. You know what that means, right? Well, none of us are exactly clear except transgenders. But it's something to do with identifying yourself in a different gender than your body is. And there's different levels of that inside their communities. I don't care. I don't want to know. Anyway, transgender care memorandum. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? That, that guy, Bergdahl, he got a sex change in 
In it Leavenworth, wasn't. didn't he? No, that wasn't him. That was somebody it else. It was the other one? Yeah, Bergdahl's the one that we exchanged the uh, terrorists for. And he got court-martialed. For somebody, it. somebody. Had... No, there was another one in Leavenworth. Yeah, we paid for we paid for that person. It was the one who leaked stuff. But not not the famous, not the one that's still out and about. I don't remember who it is. Well, all I remember is we reported on it, and it pissed me off that, that he got uh, the court said they had to pay for his sex change, which means we had to pay. They they should really watch the wording up there in the courts. The government pays for nothing. We pay for it. So you paid for a prisoner in Leavenworth to have a sex change in Leavenworth, who's not ever going to get out of Leavenworth. They're there for life. I, I really don't understand. Does he want to have sex with all the other inmates or something? What's going on here? <laughs> I, I'm just, this is just, that's ridiculously bizarre that any court, anyone that would call himself a judge could say such a thing. And, you know, I can't wait to be done with this notion of statutory, uh, no, of case law. I can't wait till that's gone. So, so as a judge, I get, if you if you cite one case in my courtroom, I'm kicking you out and I'm holding you in contempt. No, I'm not in my court. No, no, ju- no lawyers gonna come out spouting. I don't care what anyone else's opinion is. I have my own. Let's present the case. Present the facts, counsel. Let's move. That's how a courtroom should be run, don't you think? And I'll I'll leave you hanging right there with the transgender care member radio show cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems a certain voodoo priest who who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891 Are payday loans ruining your life? Do you want control over your money again? If you have two or more 
payday loan cash advances, listen closely. You may be eligible for a program payday loan companies don't want you to know about. A program that may help get aggressive in unfair payday loan companies out of your bank account and get you back on track to financial freedom. Payday loan companies may trap you into paying outrageously high interest rates. And they take way too much of your hard-earned money every week. We understand their tactics and know how to keep them off your back. We'll fight hard to help you regain control of your money. If you have two or more payday loan cash advances, call right now for a free consultation. 877-314-2657. 877-314-2657. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. I'm Sheriff David Clark, and I want to talk to you about something personal, your safety. It's no longer a spectator sport. I need you in the game. But are you ready? With officers laid off and furloughed, simply calling 911 and waiting is no longer your best option. You can beg for mercy from a violent criminal, hide under the bed, or you can fight back. But are you prepared? Consider taking a certified safety course in handling a firearm so you can defend yourself until we get there. You have a duty to protect yourself and your family. We're partners now. Can I count on you? This safety message brought to you by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. All right, back to the story, back to the horrible transgender care memorandum TCM. Is to provide a, quote, respectful and safe and secure environment for all detainees, including those individuals who identify as transgender. How about, I, I identify as an American citizen, how about you treat me better? I'm sick of being the white heterosexual male in this country. It's just where we are the one who is discriminated against more than any other group of people. And yet we're the ones that keep getting screwed and the other people keep doing the screwing. I got it. Ready? Yeah. Watch out for that voice step, Mac. It's a Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> Transgender care memorandum. <laughs> LGBTQ. 
Sometimes they use the cue. Sometimes the cue goes away. I always use the cue. They don't use it. They don't use it much, but I, I always use it because they they put it there. So I'm not letting them ever forget queer and questioning. Well, we were taught queer was the homosexual N word. We weren't allowed to call them queers. They call themselves queers now. Out of luck. No, they're not. They're not like black people. They don't own the word. What queer? Queer means weird, different. Odd. Queer! It's a word we should use more, don't you think? Queer! That's queer. <laughs> anyway, safe environment for all detainees. Among the questions to be asked of men who identify as women or vice versa, do you prefer to wear male or female clothing? Are there any specific clothing items, e.g. undergarments, that you need that you have not been provided why are we providing all this? It, it, they came over with clothes that we don't have to give them any new clothes. What the heck, man? This is this is how they spend your money. This is what they do with your money. They just throw it away. It's not theirs. They don't care. Better start caring. Grease. I'm gonna say grease. Watch grease. Be careful. Watch grease. Put a Google alert in for. Greece. That place is coming apart at the seams. An attachment to the guidance notes, quote, the detention standards do not restrict the provision of gender-appropriate clothing. In general, brassiers should be provided to individuals who, who request them as appropriate. What does that mean? What's appropriate? Women, yes. Men, no. <laughs> men that think they're women, maybe they should, maybe they should be in general population. But then, what's general population going to have sex with if not for the homosexuals on the block, or the ones they decide to rape? Other questions for transgender detainees include: Would you feel safer being housed in a cell with someone else, or by yourself? Do you have a preference for whether a male or female staff member searches you? I do, female. Uh, <laughs> they're gonna get every heterosexual guy is gonna go female. When there are questions about an illegal alien's gender identity, ICE intake officials are instructed to ask right at the start: Do you wish to disclose your gender identity? By all means. This is nuts. This is ridiculous. We're a bunch of clowns. This is Looney Tunes. Oh my god! I can't believe. I, as bad as I know, I know it is. This story is making it all worse for me. I, this is just horrible. Really, it, it's it infiltrated every part of our bureaucracy now. Oh, you got gender identity and uh, well, now you know what we used to do something like this to prisoners. Stand in line, state your name. Step to the right, take your clothes. Step to the right, take your shoes. Step to the right, leave. They, no questions. Shut up and do what you're told. That's prison. That's how prison should be. My God, prison is a joke. My military school, when I was 13 years old, is tougher than prison. That's pretty sad. Oh, we, did, we inflicted that on 13-year-olds. Me. And I was better for it. So there.
all that. Yeah, corporal punishment works. Yes, learning pride and respect and taking pride in your appearance and your actions. All those things are good things to learn, which you don't learn in public school. Public school, you learn to wear your, your pants around your, your uh, thighs and boxer shorts hanging out and hats on crookedly backwards and shoes unlaced. <laughs> oh, I could go on and on. It's quite a culture. It's it's amazing how a bunch of white kids in the suburbs could just be taken over by something that comes from the ghetto. Dressing like ghetto trash. That's the new standard. That's the new culture. Everybody's the same. Everything's the same. Doesn't make it different. Nothing matters. Everything's good. Don't worry about it. Here we go. Nonsense. And but we don't do anything about it because we don't we don't want to seem too authoritative. It's like no, I'm sorry. Pull your pants up. If I, I don't know what I'm going to do if I see some kid in Montana with his pants down past his backside. I I, I don't know that I'd want to be that teenager at that given point. And I don't care who thinks that's a bad thing. Oh look at you, violence. Yeah, I might pick him up by his belt until his until he gets a wedgie. Sure. So his pants are so his pants are covered his backside in public, you bet. All right. And to those people at Walmart, you know who you are, have no shame whatsoever the kind of clothing you wear. Ladies, please stop that. <laughs> we yeah, understand. He never goes to Walmart. I don't know what he's complaining big, about. Look, I'm the one that only goes to Walmart. I know so big women can be attractive and all that, and it, but it's not about seeing you naked. Wearing clothes that make it seem like you're naked all the time. Put some damn clothes on that look good, huh? Take some pride in your appearance. Everybody seems to be going in the wrong direction when it comes to taking pride in their appearance, which is a bad thing. I still remember poor pictures of poor people standing on lines to get to get food, and they every single man in line had on a suit coat, suit, you know, the top part of the suit. I don't know what that's called. Jacket. Is it suit jacket? Yeah, yep. that's right. I keep falling over blazer because we step blazers. Uh, but we got to have some kind of public decency laws. If, we don't care what you do behind closed doors, but when you come out in public, we, there are certain things we expect. Like you keep your clothes on. Showing your underwear is not keeping your clothes on. It's called underwear for a reason. You're supposed to wear it under something else and you all know who you are bet too and you think it's funny it really it's not some people should be seen naked except by people that like that no matter which side of the fence you're on on anything that all holds true wear nice clothes look good don't look like you know you're naked wearing cheesy clothes it's just uh, <laughs> I can't stand it. I, I've seen it on TV, and I've seen it actually at Walmart here once. Luckily, most of the time I've been in there, hasn't been a lot of people, so getting exposed to too much of that. But I know it's going on elsewhere. And I'm just saying, people, as it's about a society that no longer cares. That that's what bothers me. It's a, it's not just that I don't want to see that because I don't, but it's it's just that we have degraded to the point that we don't care what we look like, we don't care how we dress, uh, we don't care how we speak. 
I, it's not my country I grew up in. This is not my country I grew up in. And I'm out here in nowhere, Montana. It's not my country I grew up with. And I came from Long Island, New York. You might not know this, but in the 60s and 70s, I was pretty sparse out in Suffolk County, Long Island, New York. And uh, there's nothing pretty much out there except fishermen, farmers, and orchards. And we all had dirt roads, well water, and septic tanks. Everyone assumes you come from New York. You're like a, a city person, you know. Oh, no. We didn't no. Gr- I didn't grow up in a city. Uh, I grew up in what is what could loosely be translated as a suburb, but not what you understand suburbs to be wall-to-wall houses it was no it was houses and woods and dirt roads and streams good times streams yeah until people bought the property and for some reason they didn't like the stream the stream went away now i go i went to visit oh now i don't even know what it is now i went to visit my family there what was 99 right yep 1999 man that place was all houses now well, everything was houses and mini malls. And the mini malls, most of them were closed because there was too, too many mini malls. <laughs> so. Well, now it's uh, skyscrapers are out there, actually. Unbelievably so, but yeah. Well, unfortunately, New York keeps growing. And not with the best of the best, but with more and more welfare people, more and more welfare people, more and more welfare people. I was glad to get out of there in 1995. It was too none too soon for me. I was fed up with all the New York crap. No right to, no even right to self-defense there. You don't. As a big man, I was afraid to get in a fight because I knew if I did, I was going to jail. They they think it's like they want to treat you like it's school. No matter what happens, don't fight back and go get the teacher, which would be the police officer. This is a good way to die. <laughs> I mean, we're not talking a schoolyard fight here. This is, you know, this is real criminals that are willing to take on someone my size to begin with, which means they're a very capable, violent criminal. Most criminals do not take on people like me. They look for easy marks. I know because I used to talk to them in my ambulance all the time. We had nothing else to do on the way to the hospital with their runny nose. Anyway, so back to... oh. Oh, gender identity. Oh, we got to be kidding me. Do what you want. Believe. Once you get in the system, you want to follow the law. Why are we making all these accommodations? There should be no accommodation for anything. Once you're, once you're arrested, you, you feed them, water them, <laughs> water them, take them out for walks. You mean like out of the toilet? <laughs> yeah, that would be per- that would be preferable. Uh, Anyway, I, I'm telling you, people, all these people these that go into these places that you think is so horrible, to them it's not horrible. They're, you're feeding them. They even get uppity and demand their own kind of food. Well, how dare you give me McDonald's? I want rice and beans. Really? You'll eat the McDonald's or starve, you little brat. Yeah, in this country, we we beat kids like you. We don't let them become criminals. Are you done with this? <laughs> I don't think they're done with this. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It, when questions about illegal aliens, at least they said illegal alien, il- gender identity, ICE intake officials are instructed to ask 
right at the start. Do you wish to disclose your gender identity? I have only one thing to say. I know what you are. Drop your pants. You're a man. Pull them back up. There you go. No more questions. You don't have a gender identity problem. You're a man. Move along. We define people by their biological parts, not by their mental derangements. I'm sorry, I'm done with even being nice about homosexuality. They want to make me suffer? Oh, hmm, too bad. All bets are off. Homosexuals are all broken people. Twisted, broken, perverted people. That's what they are. They can be fixed, but not if nobody tells them there's something wrong with them. Then they don't get help to get fixed, see? There have been psychiatrists that fixed many homosexuals, and you just hear the homosexual advocates just come out and say, "Oh, they're just they're just brainwashed. They're not really safe," and they go on and on, and 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 you and you believe them over the guy who said he he's been fixed. He he went to this psychiatrist, and now he's no longer a homosexual. He's a heterosexual in a married relationship with children. A productive member of society, not a pervert. And so that tells you something. If, if psychobabble people can turn people that are this way heterosexual again, that means they weren't born that way. They made a choice. Just like we always said, it's their choice. But, and you have a right to make whatever choice you want, but you don't have a right to make me do anything for you because of it. See? Go away. And by the way, loudmouths and bars usually get their backsides kicked, so don't come crying to me. Heterosexual or homosexual afterwards. God, I hated those people. Every time I get I get on Twitter with uh, like somebody who's a real prog, I, I picture this guy I had in my ambulance a long time ago. Whiny, little, useless piece of crap that thought he was the world. And uh, had a big mouth. He got his. He got punched a couple times. Big, you know, black eye, big deal, bloody nose. He wasn't hurt bad, but he had to go to the hospital. And he had, and he wanted, he's got to file charges and and people that were those boots that they wore ought to I be know, outlawed. And it, this guy. That's how I picture you every time on Twitter when you say these whiny little liberal things to me. That's what I picture. That's who you are to me. Just so you know. The guidelines state, the detainee shall not be disciplined for refusing to answer any gender identity-related questions during processing. I don't need him to answer any questions. Drop your drawers. Whoops. Nope. You're a female. Other line. It's, it's that simple. That's what, that's what defines the sexes. Organs. we got to read. Redo everything for these people. Have you know, we have to redo our whole lives. We have to. We we were told by by somebody we had to change our religion. What was that? Hitler? He said that, or was it Obaminous? I can't remember anymore. It's just one prog or another. Who cares? Uh, uh, I, why do I have to accommodate freaks of nature? They're sideshows. They they're not the norm. It's abnormal for men to have sex with men. There's no point to it because you can't have children, you see. That's how I know it's unnatural. It's, a, it's simple things like that. Nature doesn't help nature any unless nature's trying to decrease the surplus population. 
in which case then all this crap about them adopting and, and in vitro fertilization, then they're even refusing to do their part in this, which is not to have children. If you wanted to look at nature saying, well, there's too many people, that's why there's certain things. Okay, well, if that's the case, then, I, then they can't have children. They cannot, they cannot have in vitro fertilization. Because then they're violating their social compact. We have a social compact. Well, social contract. There, no, we don't. The only social contract we have is you stay out of my way, I'll stay out of yours. It sounds simple, but it works. Moving right along past all this because it goes on, you know. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. There's a whole new committee. Oh, my God. <laughs> You gotta laugh, folks, or you're gonna cry, and it's getting the it's getting to bawling time. The guidelines also <laughs> expand the ICE bureaucracy, bureaucracy, Again. bureaucracy, bureaucracy. ICE detention facilities must create and operate a transgender classification you know, they, and care committee. You know, you do realize that this transgender stuff never came, never came out until Obama was president. He owns this. He's a homosexual. That's why. And a Muslim. Yes, he is. And those two really don't go together, which no, is why don't. he doesn't claim to be a Muslim. But Muzzies know he's a Muslim because he was born of a Muslim father. The son, the son gets it from the father. So at birth, he was a Muslim. If he changed to Christianity, and I know he did not, if he changed to Christianity, they would kill him. He would be an apostate. That's why they don't go to Christian churches. That's you'll never see them in a church. Or if they do, they hide where they. They were in that idiot's church, the, the hateful Re black man church. Reverend Wright. Where where the self-loathing. Catholic priest went preaching the same nonsense that black theology, whatever the heck it is, I don't know. Hate whitey religion that's what it is it's hate whitey religion hate america religion and it, there was even that priest that went and spoke at that church that obama went to it his was just as hateful as the guys there i can't believe the catholic church allowed him didn't defrock him for what he said but then i remembered the catholic church is actually a a new world order globalist socialist construct of itself the roman catholic church so that that's why it's no surprise that the pope is going around Oh, he may be on our first socialist pope, but that the Vatican has always been New World Order central government favored entity. And while they're telling me how to how to spend my money for poor people or who to let in my country and who not, uh, they they're, they're sitting on a cache of wealth that would make the dragon smog happy. They could feed the whole world if they sold all those treasures they have. Oh, they have very, very good art treasures there. Not to mention the gold and silver, and now i got to go for a break. It's our Guava Radio Show. Stay tuned, because I'll be right back. The Terry O'Brien Show. The Terry O'Brien Show airs live in Vivid Red Light News, Sundays, 4 to 6 p.m. Central, on Blog Talk Radio. I think that most liberals are well-intentioned but misguided. They're like children who have the luxury of believing in the political equivalent of the tooth fairy. 
they need some tough love. They need a big old healthy dose of common sense and information. And when they get it, the smart ones will become conservative. Strap in for the wild ride with America's original conservative warrior princess. New from Class Envy Productions, the people who brought you Obamacare, Cleopatra Obama, and Barry's got a brand new stash. An all-new exploitation picture starring Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, and a cast of millions and millions of unemployed Americans who all got the shaft. Members of Congress and my fellow Americans, while on vacation, working on my new, new jobs plan, I realize there are steps we can take right now to improve people's lives. But I want to continue to build roads and bridges, protect union jobs, and pay people to sit at home for another year. And every proposal I've laid out will be paid for by our children. There is the man who never had any other plan except the... You damn right. He's the cat who won't slow down when the country's going south. From the Can you dig it? You see, this cat buried is one dumb mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Obama. Oh, okay. He's not a complicated man, but nobody understands him but his woman. Michelle. Barack! Barack! You didn't eat the apples in your happy meal! Shaft, now playing in an economy near you. You're damn right. She'll be alright for a while. For a while, she can smile. Until Barack comes back and she goes on the attack and it doesn't work. You know I taught her well You couldn't tell That she fakes crying Over Jake's Ham Sandwich Rule If you're in the country illegally You are entitled to a well-prepared And frankly delicious ham sandwich Followed by a helpful boot in the ass to assist you in exiting the country. As always, a fizzy soda of your choice is optional. My name is Courtney Luster. I'm 21, well-educated, and unemployed American. I happen to be black, so I'm in the highest unemployment segment of the population, black youth unemployment. Notice I don't refer to myself as African American because I'm an American first. I'm a proud American who happens to have black skin. So please explain to me where African-American fits into that equation. You're right, it doesn't. For over 60 years, the Democrat Party has used my fellow black Americans to maintain power in the federal and state governments. Why do I say that? Because I read history. While many of my friends are watching mindless videos, I choose to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Why? Because I want to educate myself, not entertain myself. Red State Talk Radio, America's premier conservative talk radio network. Hey, all you black American youth, be a Frederick Douglass Republican, not an Al Sharpton race pimp. Educate yourself. Listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com. Q. 
King Samir Shabazz is the new Black Panther Party's Philadelphia leader. This new Panther version of Black Power does not include white participation. I hate white people. All of them. Every last iota of a cracker, I hate it. We didn't come out here to play today. There's too much serious business going on in the black community to be out here sliding through South Street with white, dirty, cracker whore on our arm and we call ourselves black men with African garb on. What the hell is wrong with you, black man? You had a doom day with a white girl on your damn arm. You want freedom? You're gonna have to kill some crackers. You're gonna have to kill some of their babies. I just had to, I want to thank Paul Shanklin for the parodies, but I had to show the two contrasting. I like that new Red State ones. Talk Radio uh, ad. That's ad. pretty cool. Yeah, and that's two black people. This is how split they're splitting all yeah. of us, you know what I mean? Which one I, do you think Which ones do you think has a brain in his head? <laughs> the, one, the one that speaks properly, it doesn't actually sound like a black person, or the one... I just laugh every time I hear it because he's such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I walking around with a bulletproof vest and a gun and, and that kind of attitude. <laughs> uh, he might end up killing him some cracker babies. Thank you for the lovely race relations we have here in this country, President Caesar Obama. Yep, that, that's because the commies have been keeping the black community in their place for longer than I've been alive. Yeah, you heard me. Their place. That's where they. That's what they think. Not me. Obviously, I like. I like the kid doing the commercial for Red State Talk Radio that I happen to be on. Speaking of which, I might as well do something about that then. All right, I get to do a video. I don't even have a spill yet for all the changes and nonsense that's been going on. But uh, we're live on Spreaker.com. You can catch us there. Eight o'clock, three-hour shows, Eastern Standard Time, Thursdays and Sundays. And we're rebroadcast on RedStateTalkRadio.com. And Susan doesn't know she lost the paper again. I, this I'm is the second gonna, show. I'm going to get second it. Second show. And you haven't even put the second listener line up for Studio B. I know. I'm getting it right Which now. you'll never find on that webpage. Yeah, just so you, know. <laughs> you said we'll find it. And I'm working. No, I did more. I've been working with primo to fix it but the, he doesn't really want to fix it the way it needs to be fixed and so good luck i will tell you this it's in the sidebar and it'll have some kind of no internet or no bandwidth or something sign above it and he thinks that's going to stop catch your eye with all the nonsense that's in it <laughs> i looked through it two or three times susan looked through it neither of us could find the phone numbers so I guess we're gonna have to make sure all the hosts tell you because it's the only way you're gonna find out. I just found it. And don't and don't forget to mention that uh yeah, it says no Wi Fi. There's <laughs> no sense at all. Uh anyway. I'm gonna have to redo all my little I, I write everything down, unlike Brian. <laughs> so in our studio I got stuff hanging all over the wall so he can read from and I hand him pieces of paper and I put up signs like Vanna White. <laughs> I got to redo our whole wall. <laughs> I guess. But anyway, live on speakers, Thursdays and Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 
And of course, we're, you could also download and listen to the recordings for free, same place. Uh, ju just do a search for the show. You, you'll find us wherever you want to find us. But <laughs> thank you, Thank <Rooster>. you, Ru. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, you can listen and download for free at Spreaker, at, at, at uncooperativeradio.com, which is the Spreaker site. And also at TalkShoe, if you still are over there and you like to do listen to the show on TalkShoe for some reason I don't understand, it, they're still up there. And our show number, our show number is ninety four, sixty one. I think. Oh great, I'm gonna to have to try and remember. That's why. Yes, that's why it used to be called. I had a, I had a domain that was set there because you have to have a talk show ID. And but if you just do a search for the Uncooperative Radio Show, it'll come up anyway. You can also find us on iTunes, iHeart Radio. In fact. The majority of our listeners, at least that's picked up from Spreaker, is a, is listening at iHeart. And I will remind people at iHeart, if there are two versions of the show showing, that means there were problems live with the first recording, I have no ability to take it off the website. So, and it automatically uploads the corrected versions. The newer one will be the one you want to listen to. It, because it means the other one got all screwed up, and I, I had to fix it. So, that clears up that. If you listen to me on SoundCloud, thank you there too. Podbean, uh, Blueberry, Podomatic. No, Podomatic, only the old stuff up there because they don't do automatic. Uh, I'm trying to think. That, that, that covers what I can remember right now, but believe me, just do a search for the show. You'll find it all kinds of places. You can listen to it in all kinds of ways. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of them are ways I can't keep track of you, so I don't know exactly how big my listener base is uh which is important for commercials for getting commercials but i will tell you we don't do commercials like regular talk radio does commercials we don't get paid for airing commercials although i think regular talk radio is getting that now too uh the only way we get paid is if you go to the address or the phone number that's in our ads that we advertise if you just take note of the name look it up later get there on your own you will be cutting our show out of our money. You will be cutting the ad agency we deal with out of the money, and you'll make the company pretty happy, I guess. But uh, our work will have not been gone, would not be paid for. So please make sure you keep a pen and paper, not only for this, but for all kinds of stuff that comes out of my mouth. But uh, jot down the phone number if you're interested in a product. If you're interested, please go ask questions, do use the number. We'll get paid for it. If you're not interested, just don't do not do anything, please. We're not interested in stealing from people by sending, you know, having people go just because they want to give the show money. Um, that We're not like that. You're not like that, I know. But in case anybody out there was thinking about it, don't please. Not in my name. All right. Back to the LGBT. T T C C C C. They have a, have a transgender clarification and, and care committee. Uh, I, I think it should be chaired by Care Bears. TCCC, which will write an individualized detention plan for each transgender detainee. And supervisory LGBT... What? LGBTI? Where did the I come from? Field liaisons will be appointed to regularly communicate with a new 
National Enforcement and Removal Operations LGBTI Coordinator. Who will report on the progress of implementing the new guidelines? The Transgender Care Memorandum reaffirms ICE's commitment to providing a safe, secure, respectful environment for all those in our custody, including those individuals who identify as transgender, said ICE Enforcement and Removal Operations Assistant Director Thomas Homan. Well, by all means, let's put a chocolate mint on the pillow at night, too. We want to make sure our employees have the tools and resources available to learn more about how to interact with transgender. But they don't need to interact with transgender individuals. They just need to interact with all individuals exactly the same way. And that means lock them up, get them to court, and deport their backsides. Nobody off on their own recognizance. I don't care what you have to do to detain them. I don't care if you have to put up tents. Don't care. Whatever it takes to keep them under our control till they're off our soil, that's what needs to be done. And don't tell me we can't round them up either. Do you, do you remember the things they called detention camps in World War II that we told you weren't, weren't actually uh, in any way, shape, or form gulags? And people were sent to them. They, they, had to move, they had to move away from the coast because we had problems with spies. Yes, even our own citizens, Japanese, spying on us. On the East Coast, it was Germans, Italians. There were all, actually all, all kinds of people that went to those camps, but they, they were nice places, actually, and nobody was made to stay there. People left there to have jobs. People left there to go to college. The only people that went there were those that couldn't afford a house in the interior, and so they, they, had, they went to the camp. And the camps were so good, at the end of it, a group of them got an attorney and sued not to be released from these horrible places. In defense of internment, they were not, there was no internment. Read the book, Michelle Malkman, Defense of Internment. I don't care what else she's done, that book is brilliant. I like history, and that book taught me so much about that point in history that I didn't even know about. And I mean important stuff. I know, I'm giving her a free commercial. What can I say? I like to tell you, look, I like to tell you what to read if you look to read stuff that, that's worth reading. And that book is worth reading. More than any other kind of political book you're ever going to read. That's because it's going to teach you about our history. The truth about our history. Not the lies about our history. <clears throat> anyway... Now we're, uh, I, again, I don't know, we're, we're running a hotel business, I guess, for people south of the border. We call it, how, <laughs> I don't know what we could call it, uh, Hotel America, how's that sound? Moving along from this horrible section, this has got to be the worst segment of a show I've ever done, it was horrible. I... I can't stand that that's happening in my country at all. I know all you people think love one, loved and would hate one. These activists, homosexuals, don't love anything. They hate. They hate with a passion. They started a campaign trying to label conservatives haters. Look look how that worked out for them. We turned that right around on them because projection doesn't work. It only works for you. Nobody else. Your problems, they'll project them on other people. But they do all the time. 
and this is from World Net Daily. Oh well, my God! I'm, I'm, I read World Net Daily. I must be did a crazy you do person. This? Infowars. I listen to Infowars. Oh no, I forgot the Red State Listener Line. I did everything else. <laughs> For those of you with no bandwidth, in the right column. On the right sidebar, far right sidebar of redstatetalkradio.com, under the sign, no Wi-Fi. I don't have any idea why that should lead you to a phone number, but I've been trying to convince him to do something else, and he doesn't seem to want to. He seems to think it's brilliant. Um, so I'm just going to tell you. So you know the line in case you need it, in case you're on vac- traveling or on vacation, or you have no bandwidth, or you don't have a smartphone available, or whatever the case may be. If you don't have technology and you want to listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com, we have two listener lines for Studio A and Studio B. Free, well, I mean, it's not toll free, but, you know, whatever your plan is with your phone, if nights, weekends, etc. are unlimited long distance, it's free. And the phone numbers are Studio A, 605-562-4209. 05-562-4209. Studio B, 518-712-0045. Again, Studio B, 518-712-0045. And don't forget, Red State is now in the public menus for Roku. We're everywhere. And if you want apps... RedStateTalkRadio.com has an app for you, too. If you just want to listen to my show and not everybody else's show, then you can go to uh, UncooperativeRadio.com, which is Spreaker, and they have every kind of app that you need there. No matter what you're using, they have an app for you. So that's a good reason if you want to listen. Every time I do this, we get a spike in people using uh, other things, other you know, using their cell phones and their tablets than uh, downloading and listening it the regular way on computers. So that means there is an interest and people don't know about it. So um, I, I guess they're like me. They don't really go on a website and start searching for stuff. Um, but they're there. I'll tell you they're there. The apps are all there. So go to uncooperativeradio.com, take your right to my Spreaker account, and uh, it has nothing to do with me. Spreaker has the apps. And I have a new intro for this next segment. And again, RedStateTalkRadio.com has apps too. So I think we got you covered everywhere you want to go. Really, iTunes, iHeart, apps. We, you know, we we can't even keep track of all the ways people are listening to us. It's impossible. We don't have the we don't have the technology available because we don't have that kind of money. But uh, we're glad you're out. We know you're out there listening because we keep getting paid for y'all going to the the uh, phone numbers from the commercials so we know you're out there <laughs> and that's good and it's okay you keep hidden don't let the obama administration see you coming just stick keep your head down and take care of your local government and state governments and then and they'll discover you soon enough okay back to world at daily and our military heroes I and she has new... an intro push I the do. button This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. All right, that's new. 
38 special. Good loving gone bad. That's appropriate for homosexuality. Good loving gone bad. All right, from World Net Daily. An image of Marines raising the U.S. flag over Iwo Jima that was changed to reflect the gay lifestyle. They're not gay. They're homosexuals. They're not very happy at all, so they're not gay. They don't get that word. That word means happy. They're happy and bright. They're neither. They're flamboyant and obnoxious. You know, they opened this door, and guess what? Again, I'm going to say it. This is like a wrestling match. It's no <laughs> we they've opened it up they're gonna get it now so bad they i think, don't no care. you don't understand they think they're giving it to us oh no no and no. they are because they're protected by the obama administration you can't yeah. come after them no matter what they do to you otherwise they'll take care of you uh that's kind of the message look no, no. You know what it is? They made us turn our eye of Saruman on them. We weren't paying attention. We could care less. Okay, first of they all, it's made. Sauron. Eye of Sauron. <laughs> I That's don't Saruman. Say Saruman. Saruman was the w wizard that switched sides. That just the passed The white away. wizard that turned black. He just passed away. Too. And he just passed away. Anyway. He was a bit of a freak. <laughs> I mean, in real life, he was a bit of a I know. We were listening. Dana Lang did this whole thing on him, and she's pretty good. So Dana Lash? Lash. I mean, Dana Lash. <laughs> I don't even know how that name is pronounced, Lash. It says Loesch. And anyway. It's in no way says, it's no L-A, it's not L-A-S-H. Anyway, she found out that he had made a Christmas album where he sang with other people. It was a heavy metal album. He was into the macabre. That's why he did all these roles. You know, he's he's a he's a character. He was a character. He just anyway. But anyway, th this is going to be bad because that symbol of Iwo Jima. This going to be a huge backlash. I'm telling you. So let's see. What did they do? <laughs> was changed to reflect the homosexual lifestyle with a rainbow banner has been making the social media rounds in the days since the Supreme Court legislation of same-sex unions and Twitter posters are in an uproar. Uh, they didn't call it same. They said same-sex marriage, not unions. That's cute that you wanted to do that, but that's not what the court decided. Uh, but this is uncalled for. And, again, falls under the activists saying they t said they were going to make us feel the pain. So it seems that's their agenda, not actually being able to get married. You'll see. Oh, it's going to be uh, a whole bunch of people get married. Pay attention to those weddings. They'll get divorced very quickly. They're, they're not really interested in marriage. They're not interested in being like us. Otherwise, they would have not chosen to be like them. Replacing the soldiers on Iwo Jima standing up the American flag with the gay pride flag is disrespectful, wrote Mitchell Moyers on Twitter. Wait a minute. They even took the uniforms off the bed. They made that look, the men look homosexual as well. Not just the rainbow flag. It's... Man, you don't have you you haven't earned the right United States Marine Corps. Once Marine, always Marine. Go ahead, piss them off right in front of their face and watch to see what's going to happen to you because they they will they are violent people because they were trained to be violent people and to defend the flag. 
and to defend what they hold dear. Symbols of American greatness, like the raising of the flag on Iwo Jima. We're not raising any homosexual flags over anything. Because you're not a nation, jackasses. Like the reporter you see here, sign up for free news alerts from WorldNetDaily.com. <laughs> America's independent news network. That's a free commercial for WorldNetDaily. Another commenter wrote, Brett Breitbart found they really created the Iwo Jima flag with the gay flag just stop. And another on the Washington Post Twitter page. Yeah, where are the LGBT volunteers fighting ISIS? This uh, is Islamic State. Launching their dear fellows from top of tall buildings. Really? Where are they? Oh, homosexuality. They can be open now. How many homosexuals in the military? Well, as it turns out, there's going to be nothing but homosexuals in the military because our, our good people that want to volunteer don't. They're, they're not. They're not, vol- they're, not only that. They're, they're being, leaving. They, between Christianity being under assault and homosexuality, they're gone. They're actually being told don't even bother to sign up by older veterans. Oh, yeah. Well, really, they're being canceled. These young kids are being canceled uh, you by them. Yeah, you won't like living in the military world that it is the twisted thing it is today. No. Uh, I wouldn't recommend anybody go there. And that's just a shame. But, you know, because we're not supposed to have a standing army, and since no one will join up, then I guess we'll just get all, you know, we'll just not be able to go fight foreign wars. What a horror that would be. Oh, no, they'd still have to protect us from invasion here. But you know if we were getting invaded, we'd volunteer to defend ourselves. Right? And that's what the State Guard was for, by the way. The organized militia. Uh, yes, the Congress can call it up, but no, it is not a it is not a federal part of the federal government. It's part of the state. The state controls it. the The head of of the uh, militia that they because they say it's the organized militia, uh, but the state guard is a civilian in the state, and I can't remember what his actual title is. Um, they're allowed to call up the guard, yes, but they're not allowed to take them overseas. Nothing in the Constitution allows for the calling up of the militia to fight a foreign war. It's to defend the United States of America only. That means they stay here, on this soil, within our boundaries, not overseas. No, that's not what they're for. That's what an army's for, and it's supposed to be hard for you to raise an army because maybe you think twice about starting foreign wars. But no, when you have a standing army all over the world, what the hell, you can start wars whenever you want. Enough, we need to pull back. I don't understand. Our NATO allies are all on the same continent. They can take care of themselves. We need to take care of ourselves. Us first. Just like your family comes first, we are a family. America comes first. Everything else comes second. We got to clean up America. We need to get uh, pay our debt down. Not only just stop going into debt, we need to reverse it and pay it off. There is no indication that there is any way that's going to happen from Washington, D.C. None. Both parties want the same thing. Old McDonald and the Weeper, they're they're not doing anything to stop this. They're helping it along. They they want it. That's why I keep trying to explain it. They want it. They want it. They don't want to admit they want it because you won't vote for them as a Republican, but that's exactly what they want. They're just playing. It's all bread and circus up there. Don't buy into it. 
And I'm sorry, I get really pissed off when you mess around with my military. I am a veteran, and I, and I spent most of my life one way or another in the military, most of my young life. Uh, so yeah, I do have an opinion on the matter. And having homo open homosexuals in the military breaks morale. It breaks military discipline. It breaks everything I was taught, which means the military is now dysfunctional. That's not what people go there and stay there for. They go there because of the society of the military and because they're warriors. But they stand, the military is supposed to stand for something. Integrity and honor and duty. Not what who you want to hump at night. And you take that kind of excellence out of the rhetoric and out of the, the blood of the military, and you've destroyed our military. You've made it no better than Iraqi military. Oh, that pissed you off? Too bad. It's broken. It's dysfunctional. It's dying. All the special ops people are leaving. That's the only way you should be fighting wars. Spegas and... Airstrikes, no boots on the ground. Well, a handful of boots called SEALs or whatever, or Special Forces or Recon Rangers or uh, Force Recon Marines. I don't want to leave anybody out, but that's good enough. The SOG community. Anyway, this does nothing but undermine our military's morale. It's just it's disgusting. One more on Breitbart said 6,821 people died in Iwo Jima, over 19,000 wounded. Apparently, that, that ain't nothing compared to gay people's struggle, huh? The original image came from photographer Joe Rosenthal. Why do I hear his name all the time? On February the 23rd, 1945. That's why. Three of the Marines in the photo were killed in combat along with the other nearly 7,000 U.S. servicemen who died in Iwo Jima. Another 20,000 U.S. troops were wounded. I, I imagine that was Navy personnel. I, and the Marines are also Navy, but they don't like to think of themselves as Navy. The Navy is just a taxi cab. The photographer of the altered gay rights image, homosexual rights image, Ed Freeman created the photo a decade ago, but it's been making waves since the court's ruling on quote-unquote gay marriage, homosexual. In recent days, he's received hate mail and massive backlash on social media. He said the Washington Post reported, WAPO, good old WAPO. Oh, uh, brag. Uh, is there anything in print that's worth reading anymore? And again, obviously not, from World Net Daily. The Navy Yard in Washington, D.C., uh, another Navy Yard, because it, what was the wasn't the other one in Los Angeles the Navy Yard or is this the same Navy? Yard? I think it's the same one, Brian. Oh, you, I'm not, I'm not positive, so I can't. Well, who cares? It's another Navy Yard, right? In which our service members are unarmed, are forcefully disarmed. Still to this day, nobody has taken on the fact that they should be armed. If anybody should be armed, it should be them. They train to use that gun. They train to be with that gun. They train to sleep with that gun. They train. They know that gun inside and out. And those are the people you disarm. What a bunch of idiots. 
the government of Dufusay. Why would you disarm people on military bases? It's ridiculously stupid. We have, first of all, they should still have their second amendment rights. Second of all, that's you see how it can't work. A navy yard. All, how could a navy yard? How could a guy go into a military base and kill this many people before being killed? Because they rely on military police the same way they rely on civilian police. Well, and then you got to wait for them to respond. And in the meantime, you're dying. In this case, if you keep reading, this is what I thought was so outrageous about it is because they actually were using the D.C. police. It's like, what? Well, they need they need help. They only got thousands of service members unarmed on base with no way of fighting back except to try and run at the guy who's shooting at them. Yeah, not, not the greatest picture, huh? The Navy Yard in Washington, D.C. was put in lockdown mode Thursday morning as police searched for what they believed was an active shooter. But investigators ultimately determined the incident was nothing and issued an all-clear ruling an estimated two hours later. Now, I hate to ruin your 4th of July, but I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, there is ne- there's never been, we have never been at a higher level of alert than we are right now in this country. We're talking about the, yeah, the Department of Homeland Security alert system. They actually sent out letters asking people and militias to please keep a lookout for suspicious blah, 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 because there's there's reason to believe that they're planning a big incident on the 4th of July. So what do we need Homeland Security for exactly? Well, this is the first thing that makes any sense at all, because you can't be everywhere, but we the people can. We the people will be everywhere. Because, well, we're the people. So we can stop a guy on the scene because we're there. That's why we should all be carrying guns. Well, again, Knives for backup. How can they do this? This is how schizophrenic our government is. Seriously, it's schizophrenic. The other thing is I'm really infuriated with our citizens killing ourselves. I mean, they're, they're processing these illegals. They're doing this stuff to our kids in school. They're our own citizens. They're doing... They're killing us. And they're our own citizens. That infuriates me. And how can Homeland Security put out all kinds of pamphlets about what to look out for uh, us, the militia, if we have a a map on our dashboard, certain license plates, but then do this and say, oh. Oh, yeah, they're sending us us out in uniform, really. Uh, The militia militia groups, uh, there are T-shirts or something, uh, logos and stuff. But it's we the people. That is who the militia is. And there are there are civilian organized militias, and then there's the state organized militia. The but we have citizen organized militias too. Like uh, militia of Montana is here. There, I forget who, which militia it is. In the some some about the Rocky Mountains. That's from, they're from Idaho, right at the border of Idaho and uh, Montana, where the Rocky Mountains are. They all went. They went down to the. To help Clive Bundy. Those were the people that went down to, te- to uh, I forget where he is, in Oklahoma or whatever, and and help him out. Uh, so they're not crazies. We're just people, but we're, pe- we're people that won't sit by and take it like some people, like the majority of Americans. Um, the notion of some people like in New York carrying a gun for protection is just a notion unheard of and ridiculous. It's considered ridiculous. 
You can't, you can't have people carrying guns. Um, and there's other places where it's just the norm. Everybody's carrying guns. But my point is, how can they go from saying beware of us to asking us to help them? Because anything that serves their particular agenda, and I don't even know that they're not setting setting us up. Maybe this is just a way to kind of point out who the people who are willing to do this. These would be the people that are going to fight the government. Well, let's see who they are. Let's send this out, and everyone out there will take will take take names, get their names, get their information, put them in the system, and put them on watch. Those are the first people we take out when things go down. That's I'm telling you, this is how uh, th- bad things have come. I got to, th- I have to think that way about my government. I have no choice. This is how Hitler did it. History, look, history's like in me, and my gut is telling me. This is really bad. So take it seriously. And anyone going out there on the 4th that are going to be with the militias and decide to be in uniform and all that, I highly suggest you don't. I suggest you wear your regular clothing you're going to plan on wearing, carry your gun, your backup knife, uh, mind your, you know, keep your eyes open, and uh, but don't draw attention to yourself. This is horrible we have to say this, Brian. This is the United States of America. I know it, and you got to hide yourself while doing something for the government. You got to hide yourself from the government. Isn't that amazing? That's again how bad things have gotten. Anyway, uh, the, there was a lockdown on the Navy Yard in Washington D.C. Thursday morning, as as, today, as police searched for what they believed was an active shooter. But investigators ultimately determined the incident was nothing and issued an all-clear ruling and estimated two hours later. Now, this could also have been someone testing the response time of the Washington, D.C. police. Uh, If I was on that base, I'd be armed or I'd be uh, be with something. I don't care if it was a baseball bat. I'd be ready for something just in case because that's what I would do. Calling up someone with a gun, shooting with a gun on the Navy base, and sit there and time them, see how long it takes them to get there. And then how long they're stuck there trying to figure out what's going on. Because maybe I want to do something someplace else, and I want to pull the police here in the opposite direction, see? Do you know, I don't think I ever told you this, one of the hospitals I was working in as a travel nurse, I actually got a phone call from a, with a bomb threat. Do you remember that? Yeah, you told me. And I had to, it was, wow, I had to call up. Well, first I had to call, you know, the supervisor and stuff. And the first thing they did was call the, the cops. And they were all over the place. They didn't evacuate us, of course. <laughs> and if you wanted to kill cops, you know, you just put out IEDs. So when they come strolling in, rolling in with lights and sirens, they pull, pull into the asphalt of the parking lot. Boom! Happens. Look, I... I'm telling you, if I can think of this, they've already thought of it. And if I can think about the school attacks, they've already thought about it. They're going to do something here sooner or later. Because there's no way we can stop on 100% of people wanting to do terrorism. Look, We could, we the people can, but the government cannot do it. We are literally importing terrorists into our country. Intentionally. Exactly. This all reeks of setting up a reason for martial law and finally completely taking control of the country. Um, you talk, 
all the people with the FEMA camps and all the stuff years ago that, you know, I kind of poo-pooed and made fun of. Because what they were pointing to, there was no proof. And every time they had a proof, it turned out it was a Photoshop picture. Uh, but they were on to something. It's just they were on to the wrong thing. Their instincts were good. They just latched onto the wrong thing. The FEMA camps are no big deal. It's the greater idea of what's going to happen when a disaster occurs or a man-made disaster or one that they just say is a disaster. If you read the bills, and I warned about this, it talks about martial law. It talks about taking your water, your vehicles, your food, your house and property if necessary. Whatever they need to do, they can. And we have no rights. That's already in the books. It's just going to take something to trip it that keeps up appearances. But it's going to come. All right. Um, but investigators ultimately gave the all clear. But it took two hours. Now... If I wanted to rob someone on the other side of D.C. or kill people or whatever, this would be perfect. You call this in, you send them all the way to Navy Yards, and they're there. Now, but yeah, they're going to free up people when they finally get the call, but they're going to have to come from one side of D.C. to the other. And trust me on this, the right type of day, that could take a long time. Traffic's a bitch. He has essentially sent all the police resources to the Navy Yard. Well, Either you're timing it because you want to hit the Navy Yard, or better yet, you're doing seeing how they react because you want to do something on the other side of town. And I don't know, my mind just works this way. I can think of anything, and I'm usually right. I can get inside criminals' minds. It's kind of bizarre. But anyway, maybe I'm a closet criminal deep down inside. Maybe I was... I was... Uh, in a past life, I was a criminal. I don't know. By then, members of the media had already been murmuring about the possibility of a hoax. Representative Peter King, New York, for instance, told... I can't believe there's two Kings, one from New York and one from... Uh, I think it's Iowa. Uh, well, Peter King of New York, for instance, told Fox News a little more than an hour into the investigation, as authorities were still searching for a suspect, the lock lockdown could end up being a waste of manpower. A lot of factors have to be taken into account, he said, speaking of the fact that nobody from the government or police had actually come forward to confirm a shooter was on the loose. It could be nothing. Park police confirmed shortly after 8 a.m. Police had received a call of gunfire and that dozens of law enforcement officials rushed to the scene, leaving their areas wide open for crime. Isn't that special? They're there to protect you. Navy of not there to protect you. It's already been decided. Navy officials, however, put out a quick statement saying the yard was in lockdown and a shelter had been established, but fell shy of confirming an incident involving an active shooter. The reports of gunmen, or as some media outlets reported, two shooters, closed roads in the capital city nearby the yard. Oh, this is getting great. My plan's working great. Now they're closing roads, too. <laughs> Instead of, again, instead of having them defend themselves, this would be... They should be defending themselves anyway. And they have their own police. What do they need more for? 
Military, every military installation has, has military police. It is a Navy yard. So they're going to have S, they're going to have SPs, short police. Okay. You know, the other thing to bring up about this is if I know See, that's what happens, you can't have five guys with guns out of 3000 and be safe. And also, if we get the Republic back, I know why they did this. They did this because of all the elected cockroaches in the Capitol. And if, mm -mm. and all the people that Every live there. Every base, you cannot have weapons. No, I'm talking about them closing down road, the whole bit. Oh. This would not be necessary because our cockroaches would only be there once a month. And no one would be living there permanently. Right. Well, it'd probably take more than one month, especially while we're dismantling it. That'll take a while. Okay, they got six months to do it. Go. No, you can't do it that fast. <laughs> no, because we don't have the economy built up yet. First, you have to go in and you have to pull back the national government out of all the nonsense that has to do with commerce internally because that's unconstitutional. Totally get the matter. Get the, the, we're not supposed to have a central bank. Buy Fed. No more printing money. Coin. That's all that's allowed. All the printed money is worthless. It's not backed by anything. It's worthless. It's fiat money. And like all fiat money, like the colonial, it's going to be worth nothing. Uh, so I suggest you invest in silver coins. It's important that you invest in coins and not just gold or silver because the government actually tracks gold uh, purchases that aren't coins. I don't know why that loophole's in the law, but it is. But if you buy straight silver ingots and gold ingots, that will be registered with the national government because they want to come and confiscate it like FDR did. Coins, however, they cannot track and do not track. So why why not gold, Brian? Gold's going to be worth way too much money per coin to be to be worth using. You, you, people would be able to make change for it. It'd be so much uh, silver, dimes, and Stuff like that will be much, much silver rounds even. Um, I'm not sure silver rounds count as a coin, so you'd have to check with the people you're buying it from. But I think they do. They're just unstamped rounds of, you know, pure silver in coin form, but there's no print on it. It's just flat, like a, I don't know, like, like rubber shims or uh, the things you used to put in uh, coin machines that were fake they weren't real money but they had the approximate weight and size put washers in it and uh you know fool the machine uh, it kind of it looks like that it's just, just a round of silver silver will be much more much less money but valuable and it will be easy to exchange you might imagine that you know when you think about it, that's one of the important things about a currency that is portable uh, you could you can make you can make red meat uh, currency, but then you, you'd be having a wheelbarrow with you everywhere with a side of beef in it, walking around to go buy stuff. It's impractical. That's why it didn't last for a second. Salt lasted for a while, but salt wasn't good because it's not durable. If it gets wet, it melts, it dissolves, it goes away. So they, they got away from salt. There's, there's rules of what a good currency should be, and, and ours doesn't cover it <laughs> at, at all. Sorry. It's easy to carry, but it has no intrinsic value whatsoever. Oh, I know. It's worth... That's the problem. Everyone goes, it's worth what you can buy for it. No. it's it's it, it really isn't. It's worth nothing. It's worth right now what you buy for it, but if something happens, that currency could end up being the Weimar Republic all over again. 
they if if countries are moving to get off our currency as the world's currency the where all the big transactions we have this called the reserve currency uh, that's why even at 18 trillion dollars of debt we haven't collapsed yet and because as the reserve currency we can print money but the minute we're not our money's worthless and they're and they're vi they're they're adamantly working towards it right now russia china you know and um, probably a bunch of our other so -called, enemies so called out no they are not our friends well, whoever, no, the people doing this are not NATO. They're, they're going to get screwed, too. Uh, anyway, I, you know, did it, it was a, what are they going to say? It was like, oops, massive overreaction to a phone call. This is exactly the danger of swatting. Uh, these left-wing lunatics, they, they call in a, a situation like a, a violent domestic abuse at someone's house, like my place say they knew where i live they do it over skype and they change the voice and you can't trace trace or anything and what happens is they said they send a swat team out to the house and you're put in the position especially if you own a gun that you are someone with a gun on in their possession while they knock down your door and come in there in full force and these left-wing lunatics are they they like to tell call us haters that their goal is to kill us they're hoping that we accidentally pull our gun on police and we're dead. That's what their goal is. That's how hateful they are. Our message is so hateful to them. We need to die. Yet our message is really about freedom, liberty, everything, every human being is supposed to want and that every American is supposed to be about. And yet every time I talk about liberty uh, from both sides, I get nothing but complaints. Oh, you can't legalize drugs. Well, they're already legal. Did you know that? No, you didn't. Okay, you didn't do your homework. Oh, it may surprise you that to make alcohol legal, we had the 18th Amendment to the Constitution. To make alcohol legal again, we had the 21st Amendment to the Constitution. But the government could just say drugs are illegal and they're illegal. Are you nuts? The other thing that you're talking about with the, either both sides getting on you is what has to do with the story that we're saying right now. Oh you go, you went at it with David Webb. Oh, yeah. So-called conservative. Yeah. Because he wasn't going to have our service members Because the answer guns. was, arm our service members on base. Lift this stupid regulation and allow our trained military to actually defend themselves in case they're attacked. That's just ridiculous. They leave them defenseless except for hand-to-hand -hand combat. What the hell is that? Hand-to-hand -hand combat, anyone that's ever really been in the military and in combat will tell you hand-to-hand -hand combat is the last thing you want to get involved in. You don't play fair either. Shooting him in the back is preferable. You're there to stay alive and kill the other guy. You're not there to play play some kind of reality game. And and what was his answer to that? Oh, some people. I, I well, can't you, even do his voice. You can't, <laughs> well, you got to be reasonable. You know, some people, you don't arm some people. There should be some people aren't, but not not all of them. Why not? Every stinking one of them is more trained in their firearms than you are, David Webb. So what the? Why did you? I guarantee David Webb carries a concealed gun. I guarantee it. But our service members can't. Are you serious? My service members, if they, if I was in charge, 
They would be armed 24-7 and trained to the hilt. You need to kill somebody, they attack you, you kill them. You will not be held accountable. The person who started it will be held accountable. He he just had the poor misfortune of picking somebody highly trained. But he would have victimized somebody else if not him. I don't care if they kill him with their bare hands or they shoot him dead. Or they use a knife. I care that the service member is alive and the criminal's dead. No, I prefer dead. Criminals buying bars cost money. Our money. It's our money. It comes out of our pockets. Ours. I don't know how many times I can say this to you. It's your money. It's my money. It's our money. What nonsense. I was going to read Clarence Thomas, but I've run out of time, haven't I? I don't think I could do it in 10 minutes, huh? She doesn't know. She... <laughs> Uh, I wanted to leave, uh, I, I'm going to have to stop my tirade because I really did want to read this. It's important. This is uh, from the decision on same-sex marriage, right? I think that's what it is. Pretty sure. <laughs> It'll be obvious in a minute. All right, Justice Thomas, with whom Justice Scalia joins dissenting. That means Justice Thomas dissented and is writing the dissenting opinion, and Justice Scalia joins with Thomas on that dissenting opinion, not writing one of his own. <laughs> but he did, he did on Obamacare. Anyway, Obama trade, sorry. Uh, so anyway, this is Justice Thomas, which is, in my opinion, is the most brilliant jurist in America. The court's decision today is at odds not only with the Constitution, but with the principles upon which our nation was built. Since well before 1787, liberty has been understood as freedom from government action, not entitlement to government benefits. The framers created our Constitution to preserve that understanding of liberty. Yet the majority invokes our Constitution in the name of a, a quote-unquote liberty that the framers would not have recognized. To the detriment of of the liberty they sought to protect. Along the way, it rejects the idea, captured in our Declaration of Independence, that human dignity is innate, and suggests instead that it comes from the government. This distortion of our Constitution not only ignores the text, it inverts the relationship between the individual and the state in our republic. I cannot agree with it. The majority's decision today will require states to issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples and to recognize same-sex marriages entered into in other states, largely based on a constitutional provision guaranteeing due process. Due process has to do with criminal cases, not marriage licenses. Now, equal protection under the law is what they should have been citing. I don't know how they won this. The, the, the lawyers, I can't believe, yes, I am smarter than those lawyers, it seems. Uh, those lawyers blew it. But they would have lost anyway. It was obvious that the die was cast. This was before before it was even decided by the ju They decided it was decided. It was obvious. Uh, Same-sex marriages. And it, the, the notion that this is a constitution. There's no, nothing in the constitution mentions marriage. Nothing. The only thing you should they should have went on is... They should have went with Article 4. Article 4. 
the Full Faith and Credit Act. You have to recognize official state records of other states in every state, and that's clear and stated and why. And marriage, unfortunately, is a state official state record, and it shouldn't be. It should be a church record. The only thing that should be filed with the court is some kind of legal document of dissolution, you know, prenup, something like that. Otherwise, you just take your chances. <clears throat> I know women don't want to hear that, but, uh, you know, trust me on this, ladies. The whole country would be so much better under this, under these kind of concepts that you would be happy for it. Uh, we will all be well off. We will all have what we need. We will all have the ability to reach our potential under in a free market, not this crap we have now. And this is a great opportunity for the states to ta start taking back their rights. And so back to this provisions guaranteeing due process before a person is deprived of his life, liberty, or property. I have elsewhere explained. Yep, yeah, that was a good point. I, I should have brought that up too. It is due process before a person is deprived of his life, liberty, or property. It was specifically stated. Uh, this has not. This is nothing at all. That's why I don't understand why they used it. It does not. This does nothing for same-sex marriage, except the what the states that they already married people legally. That's the that's the way they could have done it, and they could have done it right. They could have said, "Well, that, I'm sorry, under Article Four, you have to recognize our marriage in another state. It's an official state record." The courts would have had to agree. But this, there was no reason to agree to this. I bet they were all sitting there waiting for that argument and went, oh my God, they're not going to give us that argument. We're going to have to figure out another way to get them off the hook. Yeah. That's the way things seem to me up there. I have elsewhere explained the dangerous fiction of treating the due process clause as a font of substantive rights. McDonald v. Chicago, uh, 561 U.S., blah, 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 blah. It distorts the constitutional text, which guarantees only whatever process is due before a person is deprived of life, liberty, and property. Not marriage, which is an action. I'm just saying. U.S. Constitutional Amendment 14, subsection 1. Worse, it invites judges to do exactly what the majority has done here. Rome at large in the constitutional field guided only by their personal views as the fundamental right that's why we don't do this on this show i my views are derived directly from the framers of the constitution and i i cite that constantly and you can of course have proof of that at patriotspub.us patriotspub.us u.s history of the founding fathers just the facts no politics allowed three and a half years i spent on a project please listen from episode one and i have to end this show this is your uncooperative radio show i'm your host brian bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com you're listening to uncooperativeradio.com and say good night susan good night susan and we're out of here